The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network, found in cyberspace at BICBP-radio.com. Oh, we're here. We're live on the Facebook. We're live? Oh, yeah. But you can also watch this on Facebook, now or later. Did everyone remember to... I know we're live, but did everyone remember to silence their phones? Although, Matt, you don't have to worry about it because I'm not going to text you while you're recording this time. Well, that's important. All right. Uh, I think we're silenced. All right. So uh, thanks, everyone, for watching, for joining. Um, my name is Sean Fritz, one of the co-hosts of the Power Rangers in Cyberspace podcast. I'm joined with my co-host. He's up over there. What's your name, homeboy? Awesome. And we have a guest today. He's up here talking to you. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is Matt Johnson of the panel discussion podcast and many others featured on the BICBP radio network and pretty stoked for some Avengers talk today. Yes. Uh, so warning and some housekeeping real quick. We are going to talk expectations at the beginning, at the, at the front half of this. And then with warning again, we are going to go into the, uh, what happened, the spoilers, if you will. And then and then we're going to be done. So, so there. You can listen to the first half because it's going to be pre-viewing. Now, I've seen the movie once. Christian, how many times have you seen it? Matt? I'm once as of today. Going again Sunday. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going, um, I thought you were going uh, twice by now. Typically, I would have. So gotcha. we are going to talk. You know what you're doing there? Are you pushing but are you pushing buttons again? <laughs> Listen here, Holmes. All right, and I'm still trying to pull up the YouTube stream because I don't know how technology works. Yeah. So if you're where the shit is it? There it is. Found it. Hooray. I, I had eight levels of hell to get to it. All right, so let me mute YouTube. And if you have anything to add in the chat, do so. So, yes, yeah, so let's get into it. So, first of all, Matt, I'll start with you. Uh, prior to seeing the movie, what were your expectations uh, in terms of what was going to happen? You know, did you have any theories? Did you have any ideas? Oof. Uh, I mean, I figured there was gonna, obviously it was this, this big culmination, right? This big final mm -hmm. battle. Um, I did not expect it to be as big as it was, but mm. you know, going into it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler Jeez. alert. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, going into it, I I didn't know what what to expect, and I think that was my favorite aspect of it because they did such a got good job of promoting the movie right they they gave us nothing of the trailers there was no leads you know of course there was leaks everywhere but um i didn't know what to expect and, and that was probably my favorite part of going into this movie is is not knowing what was going to happen and yeah nothing nothing was like i thought it would be nothing you know happened the way that i thought that the tra trailers ew, the trailers alluded to mm -hmm. so yeah i was uh or didn't include didn't include, yeah. Cool. What about you, Christian? Did you have any preconceived ideas of what what was going to happen with the trailer setup or anything? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's, and I think that was the running theory that, you know, someone will die. And, you know, no yeah. spoilers yet. No spoilers so, yet. <laughs> so um, what are fan theories? I mean, we all know, and I'm just going to get this one out of the way, the, the Ant-Man up the butt thing. Oof. Yeah, oof is, is, <laughs> is it. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that's probably it. There was a lot of there was a lot of you know different fan theories going around about the you know quantum realm and, and stuff and mm-hmm. and time travel and nothing too extravagant. I think the just the the biggest one really going around was the Ant Man mm-hmm. of Thanos's uh, rectum, but yeah, rectum, <laughs> butt, comma, nice. I like the way you uh, the way you worked that in there. Um. Christian, did you read anything, see anything uh, in terms of theories or, or have your own? Not really. I'm, I'm just checking something because on our YouTube, somebody said they can't hear my audio. So I'm checking that real quick. Uh-oh. Well, it's all right. It's There's all right. always something. I just turned my microphone on, and so I don't know if that'll help anything. I uh, think we're good. Uh, uh, yeah, so I just asked him. Oh, it's our regular listener. Oh, there is audio now. Thanks, Orville. Orville Joel Concepcion Jr., my man. And I hope I'm saying your name right, because I do say it a lot. Yeah, the only thing that I, I heard, you know, uh, was, the, well, that there was that leak. And I was like, oh, shit. I, I would like to watch the movie before I read about the movie. I want to be in, I want to, I'll watch the trailers a thousand times. Like that Civil War trailer where you see Bucky and Cap, uh, yes. you know, just beating up Iron, beating up on Iron Man with that shield being tossed back and forth and, I mean, I could watch that a thousand times, but the um, I don't want to see the movie before I see the movie. I don't want to read about the movie before I read about the movie. And, you know, and, and, and if you remember comic, San Diego Comic-Con year before last, so that was 17, where they allegedly had that, that leak footage that's oh. recorded where it was Hulk running through the forest or whatever. Yes. That was that 17? It might have been 16, but it was Thor Ragnarok footage, if I remember correctly. Or they used it um, there. No, no, no. They actually used it in the very first Infinity War trailer. It, it was the Russo brothers got super deceptive. Not the one where they put the Hulk in where everybody's running toward the camera. I'm yeah, talking, that's the one. No, oh, I'm talking, talking like... a different one? Yeah, where like it was Hulk running through... Like it was Predator, but like in the, the jungle, but Hulk was running through it with a whole bunch of people coming after him. Oh. Like Booker T.? Shut up. <laughs> Matt, you know exactly what we're referencing, right? Yes, now I do, yes. <laughs> Somehow, someway, it always comes up in a conversation. It always, well, I, yeah, it, it's, we're, we're awful at, at bringing it up. So, Especially before we go on camera, we always talk about it. Always. So, Matt, what did you want to see happen here in, in the movie? Like, what were, not your expectations, but what was your, your hopes, your wish list of, of what you wanted to happen? And, and I can think I can speak for all of us when I say we wanted everyone to make it. We wanted everything to be rolled back and basically retconned so that it was thumbs up everywhere. I did. And, you know, the, the biggest thing heading into, and I know the deal closed in mid-March, but, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's excited for the Fox deal, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little prelude to what's to come 
of that, whether it be a Fantastic Four, you know, nod, X-Men nod, something mm-hmm. like that, um, you know, in, in some end credit scene, just, just some form or fashion to give a little bit of lead, you know, going into the next phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's that's, I mean, that's really what I was hoping for. And I, I knew what, everything else was going to be good. I knew they were going to tell a great story. Um, it, it's, you know, I, I expect that from the MCU. But mm-hmm. um, from, you know, the, the other stuff, the the kind of far-fetched stuff, I think that's what I was kind of, I was most hoping for. Christian? Um, Same question. And you've had more time to think about it. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? What was your expect, what were you hoping would come, would happen uh, during the throughout the course of the movie, storyline, characters, and result. Um, I mean, of course, I hope everybody lived, but I was like, like me being me, I was like, I hope everybody lives, but then again, I hope they don't because that would make the movies pointless. There has to be some sort of sacrifice in the movie. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 there has to be stakes, right? So, yeah. good storytelling also, all, you know, always involves char- you know multi multi dimensional characters. You know, which is why I don't think uh, Abomination has showed up at all because just an angry Tim Roth, <laughs> you know, that turns into an angry Blue Hulk is really exciting at all. I yeah, I agree. The death thing is is very important too because I mean, what's been the big, biggest criticism of of comic books? Comic of book all deaths. Time? Comic book deaths. Nobody stays dead. So there's only it used to be there are only three people that have stayed dead. Jason Todd, Uncle Ben, and Bucky Barnes. Correct. Now there is... Uncle Ben. Technically, nobody. Technically nobody. Yeah. But in the main universes, it's just Uncle Ben. Right. So, I mean, it's it's important. As, as a movie, you know, the movies are really for everybody, right? We get casual viewers. We get the diehards. You get um, the girls going see... to see Thor shirtless. Yeah, you know, and, that, that... and shut up because I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> it's not as a spoiler. We're not talking about it yet. <laughs> but you know, you you have to to keep selling it. Um, there have been a lot of criticisms of the MCU for different things. You know, like life and death matters. Um, the the villains being just like like a carbon copy of the the heroes, and at some occasions, at least the the solo movies. So, you know, you had to, you you have to, you have to do the desk. You have to make people feel the emotion. It's got to be a roller coaster ride uh, through and through. You can't appreciate the high highs unless you go through the lowest of lows. So, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I mean, you know, just uh, in terms of expectations, talking back to Infinity War or as it used to be called Infinity War Part 1. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, which I can understand why they changed the name because that was probably on a previous script revision that it, it spilled into two movies. Thankfully, they didn't do it like The Matrix where, oh, cliffhanger. I mean, they did, but it wasn't like halfway through the thing. This was a second adventure. But but in terms of Infinity War, nobody knew or even thought that the Red Skull would show up on, on was it Vormir? Vormir. I, people hope people hoped that he would show up in some form or fashion, but they did not expect that. Um, you know, that was just really well done. Infinity War was was so great, and I I, mm-hmm. I hate that people criticize that movie so much, right? 
because of the cliffhanger ending, because the heroes lost. People were people were upset about it, but, but that was that's what made the battle. movie good. Right. Yeah, that was the end of a battle. That was the end of an adventure. Yes, so to speak. Exactly. I mean, that was it, the end of maybe that was book five of ten in a comic book miniseries, but it was the end. It was a definitive end at that moment. Right. It 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 absolutely was. It, it closed out. You know that portion, mm-hmm. and and yeah, people were like, oh, this this sucks, and and uh, yeah, it was mind boggling. I'm like, why why are you mad? Like, do do people not understand like storytelling anymore? And with the way it ended, like I, I loved it. it I was, loved it. People it thought a, it was a cash grab. Like people thought that they got ripped off from Infinity War. It was all. It was almost what two and a half hours long. How it was, was it pretty close. To three, yeah, I. It, it was a great movie. It really Infinity was. Infinity War is a great movie, and yeah, it. It literally is still part one and part two without the the, the label part one and part two. That's really all it was. Two hours twenty nine. If you have a two and a half hour movie, and you're excited to see what happens in the next one, it was a good fucking movie. Yes. There's nothing yeah. more I can say about it. Yeah, people just want they just want 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 now. They can't. They don't appreciate good storytelling. We see it. I see it with pro wrestling all the time. You see it with comic books. It, people just lose their minds when when one thing happens, but you know there's a bigger payoff at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Christian, anything to add? No, not really. I mean, it's yeah. No. People don't know good storytelling anymore. They want things resolved right then and there, and they don't want to wait. It's the same concept with a uh, one of, with the season finale of Walking Dead that one year when Negan was about to. Well, he mm. yeah, he was literally about to beat the mess out of someone, and they're like, "Who is it? Who is it? Who is it?" And they had to wait till, until next season to find out, and that irritated so many fans. Read yeah. the books, source yeah. material. But the books didn't even tell you who it was because they, they loosely adapt the books. Yeah, but they still killed the same person. Well, they didn't know that at the time. Read the books. They killed the same person, and then they, um, no different than time travel, they uh, corrected. Time has a way of fixing things, right? To uh, to quote a movie that we'll, we'll be talking about here shortly. <laughs> um, time yeah. takes time to harden. I mean, another story too. You guys are Power Rangers guys. We all remember the, you know, the Green Ranger storyline of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Matt, Green with the, Evil the Part One through Evil Five. Part one through Five. Yeah. I'm on an Echo or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, the payoff to that that was, you know, that was good storytelling. They don't do that in Power Rangers anymore. No. What's that? They don't that do that in no. Power Rangers anymore. No, they don't. It's but like if you want to hear our, but, but if you want to hear our uh, rewriting of every episode, you can tune in Saturdays at nine a.m. <laughs> right here on YouTube. <laughs> and maybe Facebook this time because I realize we can go live to both of them. <laughs> so continue, Matt. You're parallel to Power Rangers. Oh yeah, I mean it. It, it was you know it, it started off being as especially as a kid, right? With, being a kid, it's so easy to suspend disbelief and not be angry at the way things go. Because um, you're well, getting a new be episode. Ang- maybe, maybe be angry at the, actually, but believe in it. You know, everyone. You know, the whole time I was watching that, that that I was like, "Come on, come on, Tommy, <laughs> please, please be a good guy. Please be a good guy." And it was a you know over many episodes, uh, him just terrorizing the Power Rangers, and and eventually you know he joined them. Uh, that was and there were lasting stakes episode to episode. They ruined yeah. the command center. He ruined 
you know, Zordon's gone. They don't know what the hell to do. You know, Alpha got a, you know, a, a virus. You know. Yeah, it was it was really well done, and mm-hmm. yeah, just a just a lost art. People very quick to complain. It's it's unfortunate. It's it's a little bit taxing when people are, they just want the end result now. Um, good storytelling takes time. We true uh, true you know true moviegoers, true fans of any really entertainment source with, source with some kind of continuity can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of continuity, but, you know, th- there's always a shorthand, to which, which makes the stories, uh, you know, with, with these movies, the Marvel movies especially, there is a shorthand because up to Infinity War, it was individual adventures with individual characters or it was a come together and um, handle the immediate threat. Right. So there was no – but you had the shorthand of this is that character. This has been their their character arc. Black Widow changed her hair color. She's got the Tron suit now. <laughs> you know, Thor doesn't have the hammer. He's got the axe. You know, so it's you, – you go along on these adventures with these characters. So there's a shorthand, which means that the movie can either be shorter or it can be, in these cases, with Infinity War and, and Endgame, they can be longer with more action jammed into it. It's almost like a double size issue or an annual if you want to compare it to a comic book because there's no setup. It's already setup's already been done, which thumbs up. Yeah. All right. So, for Infinity War, Matt, what do you give the artwork, action, story, dialogue, and rewatchability? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it is a. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like re- rewatchability. Rewatchability. Uh, well, considering that I've rewatched uh, Infinity War many a time, and including once silent on a plane, Ooh. On, the, on the way back to the, from my honeymoon, I didn't have uh, plug-in headphones. I only had Bluetooth headphones, mm. so I just watched it with the subtitles. Uh, it gets a perfect score across the board, fifty out of fifty for me. It's it's really something special. It's you know it starts off with a banger, with you know the whole Loki and Thor scene, and just mm-hmm. continues on from there, just never ending, and. You know, my favorite thing about that, too, we talked about trailers a little bit, maybe five, ten minutes ago. I still get the chills watching the original Infinity War trailers. You know, I I already know what happened, Mm -hmm. right? We already know the story. It's been out for a year at this point. I still get the chills watching it. That's how good and well done that movie is. That's how much that movie means to me as a a consumer, as a comic book fan, pop culture guy. You know, it's, it's just so good. So good. Christian? Um, rewatchability. So it's on Netflix, which makes it easy to rewatch. <laughs> so it's like it bumps up its score a little bit. But like, I can. I'm more of a DC guy. I'll be honest mm. with you. Green Arrow, oh, Flash. Oh, you mean, oh, Defective Comics, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the live stream. <laughs> no, like. Honestly, I'm more of a DC guy because of the DC TV shows. Green Arrow's always been my favorite superhero. But these movies made me love Marvel. Like, I've loved Marvel, but, like, the MCU is just ten times better than anything DC has going on right now. And Infinity War, it just brought everything together. Mm-hmm. And the opening scene, like he said, is amazing. Like, Loki and Thor. I think the best part was when he goes, you're the worst, brother. <laughs> <laughs> loved it yeah there's there was still humor in it in mm-hmm. this really dark opening it was oh just so good so you have good. to have humor just to give it a little bit of levity otherwise it's a shakespeare that's what the tragedy. mcu is good at though 
That's what where the DC extended universe has a problem. The humor is what really makes the, the Marvel Cinematic MCU good because they'll throw it in there when you're not expecting it and you'll still laugh, but you still feel sad and all these other emotions, but there's humor in there. That's where DC lacks. No humor. Well, and, and part of it too, you know, it, it's there's... It's... Who's ready and we're live and in living color. You douche. All right, we're back (laughs) after a a power and internet snafu. And we were talking about Infinity War. Yes. Part one. And I was about (laughs) to make the point of of, uh, storytelling. And, and, you know, the storytelling is is great because there are fans that are doing YouTube is ready. And, you know, basically, and, and you have Kevin Feige, who is, which is the correct pronunciation, by the way. Uh, it's not Feig or Feig or whatever. I don't um, even know who it, that is. He's the guy that never takes a baseball hat off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt knows what I'm talking about. Always wearing a baseball hat. Always, always. Always and forever. It's a 90s song, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm older than both of you by far. So, yes. there. So, um, but they you have need a walker? Two... Shut up, butthead. So they have these two great art uh, writers, uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, and they are they are fans. They know the material. They know the characters. They've also written a lot of the movies. Uh, one of them, I believe, or their first one, I believe, was the first Thor. So think of the tone of the first Thor movie. Very Shakespearean. You have a very difficult director, Kenneth Branagh. Um, he's notoriously known for being difficult and wanting to rewrite the material to make it Shakespearean because he is a classically trained actor. I'm right. Sorry, actor. Actor. Yeah. And, I mean, that, that movie is a perfect marriage for him, but the rigidity of how some of these movies have to be, you can't really change a whole lot of stuff, and it makes sense because it's, you know, uh, it, it's got to hit certain points. It do, it um, do, it do. But, I mean, these guys are great. There was an interview on a, uh, I think it was at the time still called Fat Man on Batman, where Kevin Smith talked to them, and it was right after Infinity War came out and before, obviously, Endgame. So, anyways, that was the point I wanted to make. You know, the, the, the there's a common through line in, in all these. And why can't I still find the live video on YouTube? It's up. It's here. But you lost three... Uh, you, you lost three subscribers since we started this. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Chill out. I did not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was about to say, chill out. You can't be that mad at me for doing Avengers in-game review. At least we have like a title. Like, hey, don't watch this. Yeah, pretty much. All right. And I found it. Cool. So, all right. Are you guys ready to get into the actual movie? I am very ready. As you would say, the meat and potatoes of this episode. Yes, sir. I've been chomping at the bit. So here we go. Uh, I'm going to give jazz hands. i got to pull up Skype to see what I'm – if it's in this frame. Woo, jazz hand. Woo, 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 Oh, wait. I can share my screen with you all. Hang on. I got you. So – oh, you have sound too? you have jazz hands sound? No. Do you have jazz hand sounds? No, I do not. Oh, okay. So – Jeez, I just I'm I'm watching the YouTube and I'm watching us and it's it's throwing me off here. <laughs> so, all right, so that's your spoiler warning. Uh, spoiler alert. Let me, 
Let me put it in the chat too, because yeah, I'll put guys. it on Facebook. Yeah, probably for the best, because we don't want to start talking about who lives and who dies. No, we. I mean, we do, don't. but yeah, because I mean, that might not go over too well until we say, "Hey, no. somebody, hey. somebody ruined it uh, for me yesterday." I was, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. What an asshole! Wanna... Yeah, do it was you a want... gif. It was a gif or gif or gif. However, it's pronounced you pronounce GIF? it. The hard GIF. G. <laughs> the guy who created it, who worked for CompuServe at the time, says it's a hard G, like GIF, like graphical. Oh, not, okay. not it's GIF, not get or. You no, don't know it, what it you're is, trying to say. It is. It is. I'm sorry. It is pronounced GIF. GIF. Okay. Even though graphical. Is a harder G. It's pronounced GIF. My wow. name Jeff. Like, like, it's pronounced GIF. Like, yes, and I, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've had this argument with somebody, but it was. Anyways, it's not important. That's this what it comes down to. No. Uh, oh. Oh, we're gonna oh, argue? Not, not right now. No, oh. no. I mean, you know, back in the days when Google Plus was a thing. What's Google Plus? I'll tell. I'll, I'll talk about the GIF that happened. As yes. we progress through the story, okay. through this, so, so, you know the, the the trailers and all that, it they were they were pretty accurate. They didn't show us anything beyond the first twenty or thirty minutes. Um, but this movie, three hours two minutes. How long did it feel like you were sitting at the theater watching this movie? An hour. Yeah, yeah hour hour and a half tops. I I, ch- I saw I checked my clock, my phone. I checked my clock. What do I my flavor flav? Um. <laughs> Why did you say that? Because he wears a clock around his neck. Play Christian. This is what I used to do to Anthony all the time. Jesus Christ. Flavor Flav is a rapper from the public group Public Enemy. You might know them from that one song that they did with Anthrax. The band, not the chemical warfare thing. Omara Shindeyu. Shut up. <laughs> so... Geez, I mean, the movie was basically about getting the Infinity Stones to or bring back bringing back the people, and the plane was hatched. How do we do it? Um, but it, you know, they had no idea until Scott Lang, by way of a of a rat in in a storage container, lets him out of the quantum realm, right? Yes. And he says it was like five hours that he was there, but it was five years everywhere else. Yes, which yeah, was which... crazy. Because cause Michelle Pfeiffer was in it for 30 years. Granted, she got older. We don't know how long she was in there. Her time. It might have been yeah. like 15 years. Yeah. Well, let's let's actually, I can't do the math. Because if she was in there for 30 years, I mean, if, if it was 30 years our time, it should have only been, what, 30 hours? So but a day and not, a half? But it's chaotic, and it's not, you know, it's there, there's no pattern to it i think they probably said it in the first ant-man movie or maybe the second one i I don't recall but you know i I don't know something to do with rewatch and there was a couple stuff you know a couple things towards the end uh that confused me a little bit with the quantum realm stuff yeah um, and stuff and, and everything yeah so i'm just taking this from wikipedia so it's public knowledge right yeah i mean yes so this starts, I didn't know this, three weeks after Thanos uses the Infinity Stones to eliminate half of all life on Earth. Uh, Tony's recording his last will and testament, basically, and takes a nap, and then Nebula puts him on a chair. Isn't that sweet? 
Did you think Nebula was like, oh, if I wasn't half cyborg? Yes, I got that I could... vibe. Yeah, I thought so too. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, that or at least caring and doting, but whatever. <laughs> so, you know, the the one thing that we were wondering, how does Tony get off of, from the trailers? He's recording that Last Will and Testament, and then he's walking with, in the Quantum Realm suits. How did How did that happen? Well, real simple. Carol Dan Carol Danvers shows up and is like, "Oh, I'll take you that way. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going that way." It's yeah, me. How convenient. How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the original Avengers are in the compound. Black Window. Black Widow. I said that on purpose, by the way. Uh, Bruce Banner. Steve Rogers. Uh, Rocket's there as well. Thor's there, being very moody. And then Rhodey in his Iron Man pajama pants. Pepper as well. Pepper. That was kind of surprising and random. Well, her contract wasn't over yet. <laughs> I guess I mean, not. They, they re-upped her after Civil War because they needed her for this one, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, she played a big part. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, then that's when everything went to shit. And and I loved the so, – so basically Iron Man gets there and he is gone and thin, I guess, from being in space with very little beef jerky to eat or whatever. Yeah. And he was angry. Angry at Steve. No, he was hangry. He, he was fungry, man. He was fucking hungry. Yeah, that's accurate. There a, yeah, there was a lot of it. it. It was. I'm glad that they touched up that there was still animosity towards. Yeah, um, there's still stakes four yes. movies later. Yes, which is you know it's awesome. It's how yeah. movie that's how storytelling goes. It's how um, TV should be done too. Yes, it should be. Um, but yeah, but it's the, not. There was still no. Yeah. There was still quite a bit of animosity between the two, you know. Tony obviously tired, uh, frustrated, hangry. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoop, hold on, other hand, hangry. Uh, you know, just unloaded on Steve, and yeah, that was that was kind of it for him at the at the beginning point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he gives him his his uh, his extremist or extremist or bleeding edge uh, chest plate. Yes. I like that because that was almost like a retcon. Because remember at the end of Iron Man three, he's like, oh, "I got the Iron Man surgery," and then um, in they they didn't really they danced around it, or at least they didn't reference it. And then in this one, they just or in the last Infinity War, it was always on. Yes. Like, well, how's how what what's going on with this thing? <laughs> yeah, it was like okay. Yeah, but sure. he was mad. He was heated. And, and I like that they started where they did too uh, with the movie because I mean. Mm-hmm. Before all this, they started off with the Hawkeye scene um, mm. back at before the before the Marvel Studios cr- scroll. Yeah, it was yeah it was right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as the movie started, they, they showed that and his family disappearing and you know him going off the deep end. But I, I, this point in time that they started, which made me happy because you get to see how everybody's reacting, dealing with it. It's not just like the end of Infinity War where. Where people, you know, people are shocked. They don't know what happened. It's there's a lot of grief going on. There's a lot of self doubt. Uh, you know, what what do we do? And you know, all these every everything's just falling apart everywhere, uh, worldwide, galaxy wide. You know, it's uh, that gave that helped sell it for me. That helped make it feel a little bit more real. The lasting impression. Yes. You know, when- like when I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like when when Scott Lang was running through the streets of San Francisco and he sees that kid and he's like, "What the hell happened?" Before he even says that and gets that death stare from that kid, you know, he's like, um, like you see these 
cars, the tires just deflated because they haven't been driven or, um, you know, just houses that are empty or, or looted or just, just in, in, they're just, the shoveled is not the word, but they're in disarray states of disrepair, disarray. Perfect. It'd be yeah, like that, that sometimes. Yeah. Well, after infinity war, it's like that all the time. I think. <laughs> I think the best meme I saw though was why is there another Avengers movie? Thanos saved the universe. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a lot of that. What did you think after they were like, oh, we found out where Thanos is? I mean, like not long after that, they're like, hey, we found out where he where he is. Um, let's go steal the stones back from him. And so they tried, and he's like, nah, I used them to destroy them. What are you gonna do about that? Put that in your. He's like, it almost it. killed me. Yeah, and he was he was looking pretty pretty wore out. He and was. Yeah. Like the side of his face was out. burned, and but um, and then they cut well, they cut off his his gauntlet arm because he's still wearing it. I guess it's fused to his skin or something. Um, but then Thor cuts his head off, and you're like, yeah, is, is that the end of the movie? Did we did we lose by winning? That was a great scene though. Thor's like, I went for the head. Everybody busts yeah, out laughing, do? but I'm like, it's not but, funny. It's funny because it's a callback, and but you're but none of the none of the team knew what the hell he was talking about unless he had relayed that to them, pre, you know, after the battle. Yeah, yeah, he did it in such a serious tone. That you're, mm-hmm. You know, he, it was there was almost there was a almost a little bit of satisfaction, and the fact that he did that, but there was still that grief, that oh, you know, Hurt. crap. Yeah. How what's what's going to happen? You know, what what now? There's no way to to undo this. Um. Mm-hmm. And, and as yeah, as a as a viewer, that was a it was a cool scene, kind of shocking that it happened as early as it did, mm-hmm. but it made sense by the time the credits rolled. Yeah, when they killed him, I was like, "Hold up, what is going on?" Well, and we had all heard, I don't know, two three years ago when they were filming this that they were seen in their old costumes, which down further down in the movie, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. But, like, is it time travel? Is it this? The time stone. Stone. Is it, you know, quantum realm? Is it, you know, whatever? And, you know, obviously it makes sense further down the movie, but, you know, it's, yes, it's a little bit all that, quite honestly. But that's when that started, that idea started creeping up in my mind, like, where the hell are the stones once they look at it? And Thor's like, fuck it. I'm just going to chop his head off. Because there were no, there were stakes, but there were no stakes you know, immediate, there were no immediate stakes with with or without killing him. It didn't. It's like um, Indiana Jones. You know, the, never the, seen any of the movies. The what was it, Matt? Uh, the one where he steals the thing and the, the, the like. The Temple of Doom didn't need Indiana Jones in it. And was the it same, that one? It's one of them. It's yeah, whatever. It's whatever. It's, some a TV show said it, and then yeah, Big Bang Theory made a reference to it. it mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was one of those where it, it didn't matter what he did. Yeah, so it's kind of the same the same concept. In this exact moment, didn't it was. matter what happened because yeah. Thanos was still gonna not have the stones if it killed him or not because he allegedly killed them, destroyed them. Right, you know, and it gave me, uh, it gave me kind of a, you know, with the killing, like not knowing what was going coming after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave me like a count. Remember, well, we all seen Star Wars, I would mm-hmm. hope. Uh, episode three started off with the death of Count Dooku, who was the big bad villain from Episode two. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I kind of got that vibe too. I'm like, 
You know, this is kind of a if this is it for Thanos and Josh Brolin's role in it, this kind of kind of blows. <laughs> you know, it's a little uh, un- where, where can they go? Yeah, yeah, where can they go from here? What 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 do they do? Uh, very anticlimactic, but obviously Card- again, uh, cardboard cutouts, patience, waiting on the story, yeah. and it all worked out in the end. Yeah. Um, you know, then long short after that, Paul Rudd shows up and is like, hey, I'm here. And that's when they talk about Quantum Realm and test it out. Widow, they never really figure out how how Widow um, knows about Barton. But they use the World Security Council from Civil War stuff. Yeah. To, and I mean, I, during, yeah. during that, did you notice how at the end when Danvers said to Rhodey, uh, be safe. And she just kind of looked at him like, hey, we date in the comics. Um, <laughs> Do they? Uh, they did before Rhodey died the, the most recent time by who? Thanos. Yep. Thanos. Yeah. I didn't know that. War two, right? Civil yeah, War two. in the free comic book day version uh, episode, issue episode. Well, that's wild. I didn't He's alive that. again, by the way. Comic book death. Nobody stays dead. Nobody stays dead. No. Of course no. not. Um, let's see here. So I was just sharing this. I wasn't pressing buttons. Yeah, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, so there was a time jump in this movie. Five years. Yo, as soon as I came on, the five came on and I was like, okay, five months. And it said five years. I'm like, hold up. What? I'm like minutes, five minutes later. Like, does his head (laughs) read? Is he like, um, like Nimrod from that X-Men cartoon? Does he reassemble his head to his body? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That five years was a big, big jump that mm-hmm. I didn't expect. But you get to see some questions later. But yeah, we'll the biggest, but but the biggest movie it's going to affect is Spider Man. Like I said, we'll get to. Yes, there's some yeah. questions I have at the end, for at the end later. We'll get to those later. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, sir. A thing. So, and so five year jump. The biggest thing that we see is Joe fix it. Yeah. Smart Hulk. Uh, yes, Smart Hulk. Smart Hulk, yeah. not, which is, uh, but not Devious Hulk. That's Maestro. He's also bald with long, stringy, bald man hair. <laughs> you know, he's got like the party in the back, but not the business up front. Yeah. And he's like Devious too. Not like Devious. He is Devious. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool. That was a cool touch. It 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 sounded weird at first when they they you know they encountered the Hulk and. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this this is after Scott Lang proposes the quantum realm and using it to make everything okay again. They go to Tony. Tony rejects it, and they, they go to the next scientist that they know in, in the Hulk, and they, they meet him at a ca- yeah, the cafe, which I thought that was a whole – it was a pretty funny little chain of events uh, that they had there. Was it, Do you think that was uh, – and I can't think of the name of the town, but the town where Hulk was effectively born – where everything was Hulk themed. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't think of the name of it because those kids come up to him. They're like, "We want a picture of Hulk. We're with Hulk and his gigantic bowl of scrambled eggs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was a different touch. It was. It was. It was cool. Cause it, like Hulk selfies are, are a common reference and a lot of things too. At least I I play the Lego uh, Marvel superheroes games, and I think this the first one. Um, there was a Hulk selfies like challenge and all the different worlds and stuff, and it was it was kind of cool that they that they they referenced that a little bit with the, doing that with the kids. Um, 
but yeah, they uh, those kids worshipped him. It was a, it was an interesting scene. It like I said, it, it almost didn't feel. It felt weird at first because I felt like I was just looking at a gigantic green Mark Ruffalo. And even though they've done a much you know they've done a much better job of making him look like Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. it just didn't seem right at first. It just seemed very very unnatural. It seemed okay, really so, weird. So speaking of unnatural and weird. And when we first meet somebody, are we talking about, about the, my life? How about the dad bot on Thor? Oh, oh my god, god. I, I gotta talk about this. I loved it. Oh <laughs> my god, ball. as soon as they showed it, I'm like, Yes, I was the like, The guy next to me in the theater was like, It's he's like, The dude abides, <laughs> <laughs> and they Yo. make references to that later on, mm-hmm. but he, uh, yeah, that was unusual. That was an. Definitely something I did not expect, but did you think Did you think that he would be whipped into shape at any point throughout the movie? Yes, I did. I think thought that. so. But but no, he was just He was fat Thor. Thor. Yo, yeah, when when was, okay, I know this was is four. It's not like we're not talking about this right now, but when he was about to fight Thanos and the lightning hit him and, and his beard become became braided and his hair became braided, I was like, yo, I need a figure of that now. <laughs> if Funko doesn't do Fat Thor, they are missing it. I would I would pay a lot of money for that Funko Pop. I you know what? Here's how they can do it. If they don't, not not just Funko, but who, uh, whoever makes the 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 Marvel Legends figures. Fun fact: yeah. Hasbro makes the Marvel Legends figures. And we have a line to Hasbro now. <laughs> Wrong department, but we have a line. Yeah, to you're them. right. If they don't make a Thor with the beard with with a with a swappable face head i guess faces would be weird um for a regular thor and or, you know infinity war thor to fat thor dad bod thor uh and 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 braided uh, this thing beard beard uh an attachable belly they're missing the mark i need it okay i want to know from the female fans though who's more attractive in shape thor or fat thor how about thor fat thor or christian ingram I'm I'm Fat Thor. Got to compare apples to apples here, Holmes. Yeah, exactly. Like what? I mean, honestly, I'm I'm not gay, but I think Fat Fat Thor was more attractive because he you can. Was, uh, he was interesting. He was the everyman Thor. He was Donald Blake, is who he was. <laughs> deep reference. You know, and the, the, they had him in the, the. You know, it was it was it was a fishing town, but it was New Asgard, and I was like, oh god, Aquaman, Aquaman. They made a Namor reference. Did you notice that? They did the earthquakes, right? Mm-hmm. Under the yes, yep. I did catch that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was. I was like, oh, cool. You know, fishing town, Aquaman. You know, I see Thor and Aquaman kind of similar in their respective universes. You know, Justice League and Avengers. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it. Dad Bod Thor was hilarious, but I had, you know, just enough of, like I had started really liking Thor, right? Ragnarok, he was awesome. Well, I think uh, that's where this comes from. Finish your point and I'll, and I'll tag on to it. Infinity War, he was awesome. And I, I think I wanted to see more of that in this. And, you know, and, and but you can just tell it was it was all in effect from everything that happened with Thanos. It took its toll on him. That, that was his, you know, grief. The drinking, the mm-hmm. the eating, the, the playing Fortnite. And... <laughs> Yo, him playing Fortnite, <laughs> and, and when he was talking shit to that kid, I was like... <laughs> Yep. This is what, what we like, needed. 
Very nice. 69 or something. <laughs> so goofy. But yeah, the the so to your to your point, Matt, it, it's almost like in Ragnarok he went on a, an adventure with Loki and he could be he could have fun. Yes. And then Infinity War happens and he has to go back to being very serious. Uh he also has to get blasted by a sun of a different solar system just so he can have a new weapon. Ouch, by the way. And then you know, half of his friends are killed in an instant. He's very stoic, very serious, very returned to Thor, the original, the first Thor. Yes. And then in this one, at the beginning, he's very stoic, very serious, very defeated. Actually, he's just not sto- he's not stoic. He's just very defeated and very douchey, very dude bro, if you will. Um, and then he's, you know, kind of pepped up by his friends because clearly he is left to his own devices, probably not the best person he should be around. <laughs> Clearly not. No, but, not at all. But there is character growth in it, you know, and at the end, my, my, you know, we'll get into that later. So moving on with the, the story, Scott Lang talks about time travel through the quantum realm, but it's unstable. And so they try to get Tony involved and surprise, Tony has a kid, five-year-old little girl. I don't think she's five yet. She might be four. They said she was five. How does that work though? Because five years, she's nine months to make a kid. Take a kid, make a kid. She was already pregnant when Tony went away. Well, she was already pregnant when she told Tony uh, in Infinity War, and then that same day he left, and then, you know, shit got real. To quote Bad Boys Two. Never seen it. It's a good movie. You should. Uh, you could also watch Hot Fuzz and get the broad strokes of Bad Boys Two and Point Break. Not to be confused with Thor. Point Break. <laughs> How did you like the reference to the big Lebowski? 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 Oh, two thumbs up. Lebowski. Two thumbs up. Lebo? Lebo? Is that the, is it, isn't Lebo the uh, the female gym that Mrs. Garrison goes to in South Park? I think so. <laughs> it is. And and it's French. It's spelled L-E-S-B-O-S. Lesbos. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Of course it's it is. It's South Park. What do you expect? Yeah. That exactly. So yeah. So um, you know, they go to Tony. He's like, ah, and and of course, Tony, being a genius scientist, billionaire, philanthropy, philanthropist, playboy, has to. He, he can't not figure it out. He can't. He, he can't leave it alone. Exactly. He's got this sweet desktop setup that I got to get at home here somehow. Yeah. Um. But there's an under. There's a, a secondary story running currently. You know, uh, concurrent, and it's Natasha wants to find Clinton, who is just get everybody's getting got around him. There's, there's if you're a person around him, you you've been got or you're about to get got. Especially underworld criminals, more so. But yeah, I think that's what they were kind of getting at. And he used Thanos as his motivation to get to get rid of them because good people were killed and like his family, and yes. not not assholes. Not the people like, that should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was this was refreshing too for Clint Hawkeye Ronan. Um, they never, did they ever call him that in the, in the movie? I don't though? think so. I don't believe they call him Ronan. Um, it was obviously, I mean, most clearly a reference to that mm-hmm. uh, side of Hawkeye. But well, they never called Cap Nomad either. No, they didn't. So they didn't. But he did sign an autograph as Nomad. I've seen a couple times mm-hmm. he, right around That's... that time he was signing autographs under yeah. that guy's. Um, but yeah, it was nice to see Clint get his time to shine. Like through mm-hmm. not just that scene, but 
it, it have some extra motivation to, to maybe step it up a little bit. But you know, throughout this movie, I love the Hawk. I loved Hawkeye comic like comic books. Like, I'm not gonna say he's my favorite character by any means, but he was a he was a pretty cool character. You know, he could do some neat he's things. He's a very he's a very talented everyman. He is. He's and... not superhuman anything. No, he, he's he's relatable, mm-hmm. right? Except he's he's really good at shooting, and throwing stuff, accuracy, and, and all that. And played eighteen, shot eighteen, played eighteen. <laughs> he's opposite. just he's just fantastic at it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's a really good character, and he has been um, easily one of the misused characters in the MCU. You know, right. if if I was to do a top five, he's probably number one or two, to be perfectly honest with you. So it was nice to see him get get that opportunity in in a major movie like this, and yeah, he looked great doing it. Him and uh, you know Natasha kind of pulls him back in, going to the event, you know, to come back with them. They're they're getting their whole plan in order, and you just get to see yeah, Clint just has a whole new edge on him, right? This is usually he's the the guy behind the shadows, the kind you know the the follower, not so much like a leader. So to speak, but he the sixth ranger, yes, <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, he was always there, but yeah, he was not he really brought, there. He's brought back it. You know what? You know what it is, Christian? It's Dino Thunder. They bring Doctor Oliver back in because they find out stuff's getting real. They need to bring him back. He's their teacher. He's their fourth ranger. <laughs> yeah. Um, so continuing on the story the, they basically go back in time the, Tony figures it out, they go back in time they split into three groups because they figure out where all the stones are and but they only have enough pin particles for one trip back and forth which of course means that they have no room for chance see what but what I didn't like about that is literally you can go back to and get more pin particles they did, they, they found could. a loophole yeah they yeah. did but they, they, they didn't think because... about that beforehand well, they could yeah. have and, and stocked up, is, I think is what you're saying, Chris. Yeah, they, they literally could have been like, all right, let's go get more pen particles and then come up with a plan in mm-hmm. case, like, you know, shit happens. Yes, but that would have created a um, a loop in an alternate time frame if they hadn't put them back where they got them. Mm-hmm. You know, which they did anyway. So, yeah, so basically they go back in time, three different groups, to where the stones would be. The mo, you know, where they would be at together, but not near Thanos. So they go back to 2012, which was kind of cool. They went back to the first Avengers movie, uh, and that that first Hulk spot where where Hulk throws the the taxi on that on that Chitari, and then he just jumps on it repeatedly. <laughs> that was the funniest and, scene. And was... then Hulk's sitting there, he's like, "Oh, this is embarrassing." Watching him, the, a younger self. <laughs> Yeah, and he's going to smash stuff, and he's being like really sarcastic about it. It was, it was, it was cool. I, I it's love... like if Steve Urkel was the Hulk. Yes, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would definitely. Say I know that, that reference. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Avengers One. He was, uh, you know, it was cool to see all the bon- uh, it was bonus content, and what I compared it to to a lot of people who messaged me, um, all those scenes, not just you know the first Avengers movie in New York, but um, the place where the soul stone was and, and Morag where the power stone. And it was like a video game, right? Where 
you're going back and you, but you're you, you can play as different characters mm-hmm. and you're putting them you know put these different pieces on i know where and, you're going with this this is a resident evil reference isn't it it could be resident evil it could be the lego games because you, you could do that you had to go through the normal True. story and then you can go back with characters with different abilities mm-hmm. uh to succeed and that's what they did and it was it, it was really really cool and that's the initial vibe that I got, you know, because obviously we all know Ant-Man wasn't a part of the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was around. He was in that vicinity, and he proved to be, uh, rel- you know, very, very valuable to the mission. Um, you know, seeing Hawkeye and, and Black Widow, we'll get to that in a little bit, on um, the Solstice of Warmere mm-hmm. uh, was cool. War yep. Machine and, and Nebula and Morag. Where shit gets real first. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was it was it was pretty cool to see all that. Yeah, I mean, so well, and don't forget when. So so let's just follow one one thread at a time. So Tony yeah. Cap and and Ant Man go back to get three of the stones at Hulk once. Too. Yep. Oh yeah, and and Hulk. You know, we we got our Loki cameo, where, and and, and of course Crossbones and <laughs> the elevator scene. <laughs> Uh, or, like, they're not going to do this again, are they? I, I, that I think we should leave out because people need to see that for themselves. But that was that was silly. I, I thought it was. It funny was a good scene, was, though. I enjoyed it. it. It was. I was expecting another beat down in the elevator, uh, but you know, it I'm the glad they didn't way. though. Yeah, because they would just be playing, you know, playing playing the same greatest hits again, which the movie kind of was when they did the the time chumps, but you know. Ooh. That's nasty. Spit on my microphone. That's why I have a spit guard. It's more of a pop filter, but you know. Spitters of quarters. I couldn't help myself. I had to say it. <laughs> we'll fix that. In I, I tried. I tried. I tried to contain it. I no, did. You no, you didn't. I did. I really did. I was like, eh, but it just came out. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quoting Christopher Chavez there, by the way. I don't know who that is, so... Super producer Chris. Oh. Listen to the Ha podcast. I'm sorry, Hardly Awesome podcast. And he says it nonstop. So, when are we? When am I getting my broometer? All right, bro-dozer. Bro. Be like Vince Russo. Vince Russo. You mean the last WCW champion? Oh, dear God. <laughs> I was Booker T. Wow. No, Scott anyways, Steiner had it before. So, anyways. So... Yeah, he was actually. You're right. Um, so, so long story short, this this review might be as long as the movie if we keep this shit up. Um, <laughs> That's fair. So Lang gets his Infinity Stone and goes back, but then uh, to present time. But then, uh, through you know what the events that happened immediately after, um, uh, the first Avengers movie where they're taking Loki into into custody. You know, we we see the elevator scene with Crossbones and those go- and the the Hydra shield. Hit squad goons, and we see um, William Hurt uh, and Robert Redford been like, "Hey, we need Loki, we need the cube, we need this, we need that." Yeah. And uh, then shit goes sideways because Hulk had to take the stairs. <laughs> he was super salty about that. Oh my goodness! And he slammed that door open, and and then uh, the, you know the cube goes everywhere. And I loved I loved the uh, the duality of Stark there. He was like, "Give me a heart attack." Sorry, my phone. That's okay. And um, and uh, he's like, Ant Man, give me a heart attack. 
and then he's over there in the in the SWAT outfit, just like get that man a medic. <laughs> <laughs> The, the character is written so charismatically and it's such a goofy, you know, I haven't grown up kind of way. It's it's reminiscent of Iron Man 1, but yet it's still character growth and goofiness all wrapped up into one. Yeah. Yeah. He's never perfect. He's always a he is a very flawed character. No, you know, oh, he yeah. grows. But yes, very heavily flawed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and borderline narcissistic. Yes. As, as seen in uh, what Avengers 1. As as overtly stated, or was it two? Doesn't matter. In one of them. One of them. Probably both of them. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So so they have to then go back. They only have enough to go back home to present time. So they have to go back further to steal more pin particles. Where what the 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 tesseract and the soul stone, the mind stone are in the same place. And what do you know? It Tony no, runs into his. No, no, no. Uh, Ant Man had the Mind Stone and the Scepter. That's he, right. That's right. He went back with it. They went back for the Pym Particles and the Tesseract, Tesseract. and something else Space too. Stone. It was just those two things. Um, it, I thought they yeah, both just, had gotten a stone. No, I don't. Th- no, I, I don't think so with that. Because I know Hulk was doing something with the Time Stone at the same time. Maybe that's what it was, and yeah. those two got it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so those, so, and Tony goes back even further and he sees his dad, a younger, his dad, which was a great scene. I thought, you know, kind of put things in perspective for him. Yeah. Much needed too. Cause you know, throughout all the movies, he always said how much he hated his old man. And like, that was kind of like closure without, you know, right for him, rip, for him, it was yeah. closure. Yeah. Can we just talk about the app that lets you know the best points to win to go to the bathroom during the movie? Oh, runp.com? <laughs> yeah, this thing's been around forever. You I did not know this? about that. You could have asked. I could have, but what's the fun in that? Knowledge is power, Holmes. Is it? Yeah, there's a mind stone. It's it's not called the knowledge stone. It's called the mind stone because everything in the mind. It's like Parappa the Rapper. It's the Parappa the Rapper of times of stone, of infinity stones. <laughs> Shout out that to my man, Seaham. That is a great analogy. I have no idea what you just said. I'm just going to say, okay. <laughs> it was a game on PlayStation 1. I never had a PS1. There's a two-dimensional dog that wore a beanie and shorts, and he would rap and tell you to press buttons in, in a sequence. He was like, kick, punch, it's all in the mind. And you'd press like X, then circle at a certain time. That sounds like an atrocious game. PlayStation 1, Holmes. It was actually really good. No, Matt, I had a PlayStation well, yeah. 1. I'm just Matt, kidding. back me up on this one. It's It's pretty bad. It's it's, it's good bad. bad, it's good bad. It's like it's like it's like um the room. No, it's like Army of Darkness, <laughs> good bad, or or Evil Dead Two. You can't yeah. tell. You cannot tell me the room is not good bad. I would have had to have seen the mood room, bro. With Tommy Wiseau. You said. I haven't seen the room yet. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they go back to get more Pym particles. They steal them from Hank Pym. Rockin' haircut, by the way, Michael Douglas. He looks super and cute. Cap sees his dad, or Cap stumbles into Peggy's office. And he's like, I need some of that Peggy Carter. And then he's called back, and they jet out of there, go back home. But where shit goes real sideways is in space in 2014, where they're getting this, the Power Stone. 
and uh, the Chris Pratt um, extended cut uh, <laughs> where he's singing with the headphones on, but he's singing and it's all key and he's just being a goofball. Yeah, it, it, it's, it takes you from an outside perspective, right? Uh, yeah. for, for those who, you know... It's what would have sounded like they know if you they... were watching him as opposed to hearing what he's hearing. Exactly. Because it it's so well thought. It's singing in your car the second you turn the music down and you continue to sing. Yes. And you hear how awful you really are. Yo, I do that all the time, especially in the morning. I go, God, I suck. Uh-huh. And you still do it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I, I laugh so hard at that scene, too, because I, I love Chris Prey. I just love it. Mm-hmm. I, I think he touches is is, is, is pretty, is pretty good. He, he is. He, he's, ama- he's an amazing actor, and he's so goofy. Like, I love Parks and Rec because of him. And when they <laughs> chopped him down, <laughs> when I think War Machine hit him in the back of the head and he just yeah, fell just over. Just a conk. He just falls face <laughs> In the middle of singing, just completely yeah. unaware of what's going on, I was oh, I was laughing my ass off. That was so fun. so good. I got a big pop in my in my theater too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they just take the, the 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 stone. Nebula just reaches in, grabs the 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 circle that it's in, jacks up her right hand, her, her whichever her metal hand it is, and her and Rhodey have a moment. And Rhodey's like, "Yeah, I feel your pain." She's like, I wasn't like this too. He's like, yeah, neither was I. But got to work with what you got. Yeah, it's like, um, she doesn't have a real human brain anymore, <laughs> or left eye. She's like Lee Majors, million, yeah. uh, six million dollar man reference. I was thinking the exact same thing, but I couldn't think Shut of the up. show. No, you weren't. Yes, yeah. I was. Uh, I really was. Okay, yeah, he had the eye. Remember? Okay, was that the real sound effect? Yes, four year old virgin, yes. I can remember four year old virgin where he looks through the guy's the, the action figure, he's like I can see through his eye. And yes. he sees, that was That's gonna be me. Yeah. And he's like, Is that the six million dollar man's boss? He's like, Yeah, that's Oscar Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> like like so matter of fact. Um but but the problem here is that Nebula has her own neural network, and then there's a second nebula in the same time frame. And they are on the same network, and her memories start to overlap. And, uh-oh, that's where Thanos is hip to this. Thanos is hip to this. Hip yep. to oh, he's very hip. He made shit go get real, real yep, quick. Yep, we can tell you're older than us. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we see Gamora and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it gets sideways. You know, they capture Nebula. Rhodey's like, let's go. He pushes the button with the... He's got the Infinity Stone, but then before Nebula can hit the button to go back home, of course, at the very last second, she has like a... a, Seizure? A a, a, a computer seizure, so I don't know. Mercury is in retrograde or something with her brain. Blue screen. Yeah, blue screen of death. There you go. Her, I've had her, that before. Uh, her video card had a seizure. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. She's captured, and then, you know, she doesn't tell them anything, but she doesn't have to because they can just see it on the other nebula. You know. Which they, they utilize very effectively. And, uh, yeah. They send yeah. her in as a mole. Which I thought that was actually really well done. Yes, they because she had a different... She had, a, like, a yellow plate on her on her head, and then she just blended right in. 
didn't say much, was never around, and you'd think that would throw some people off when the moment of truth was about to happen. Right. Um, but we did see, for all of seven, maybe eight frames, Natalie Portman in another Marvel movie, allegedly. Yeah. Which, no, it was definitely her. Um, I wait, mean, what? Was it, was it new footage or was it old footage? This was new footage, uh, officially new footage. They they hmm. did really good about bringing a lot of key pieces. Except um, Jaiman Hunsu. Wait, what scene was she in? She was in that three-second scene right before Thor, or right before Rocket ran over to Thor and said, I sucked the ether out of her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. He got off of a off of like a, a a cot or something like a the thing that Steve Carell slept on in Forty Year Old Virgin, with his when his uh, girlfriend slept on the bed he slept at the foot of the bed. It was a it's like a, it's a thing you put your suitcase on basically is is about that size. Think of a uh, like a people that you talk to about your uh, the the shrink you know. She was laying on a thing. It was purple. That's all I'm going to tell you because I can't think of everything else I'm trying to say. But it was like seven seconds long tops. It was a great bet. Uh, and it led to Thor actually kind of... We're, hold on. We're missing oh. the very beginning of this scene. The sec- sequence where Thor and Rocket basically do like a like a Looney Tunes tiptoe past Loki's cell in yeah. the dungeon. <laughs> I loved it. That was great. Very nice. Yes, it was. Thank you, uh, 2003 reference. That movie we 20, is we amazing. We didn't go to 2003. Or four. Um, but yeah, so he has this moment with his mom because she dies that day. You know, Laufey comes in and, and guts her, basically. No, not Laufey. Wasn't it Laufey that... Dark Elf. Laufey's the... Malekith? Malekith, yep. Oh, that's right. I, I did recently watch Thor 1 again. and um, I'm sorry. No, Thor 1's good. Thor 2's not too bad either, believe it or not. I don't hate Thor 2 at all. I don't either. It it could have been better, but the the guy that played Malekith is a complete turd. Because he's like, oh, I hated it so much. The makeup was exhausting. Two hours. It's like, fuck you. If you're getting paid what you're getting paid, and you got to sit there for two hours and and just relax, I'm sorry. I don't get paid what you get paid in a year. Um, I don't get paid what you get paid for that two hours in a year probably. So you can just yeah. shove it up your ass, you know? That's what I'm saying. Turn sideways first, though. You turn that zombie sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass! Where's the mute button before it goes live? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I had to do the rock. I know. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really nice touching moment with, like, a nice fair send-off for Rene Russo. Uh, another one, but, you know, for, for Friga. Yeah, I just yeah, like... Was... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no you go, go ahead. You were starting. You go ahead, start. Christian. Matt's, Matt, Matt's met his quota for the minute. <laughs> I just like the fact that at the end of the scene, he got he got a, his hammer back. What is it called? Mjolnir? Well, if you ask Kat Denning, it's Meow Meow. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's Mjolnir. But, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice conversation. It, you know, she realized that it, it wasn't, you know, her current son, Thor. It was... From the future, he was a mess, and she gave him words of encouragement that kind of set him on the right path. Mm-hmm. Well, mothers always have a way of doing that. They do, but I don't. I didn't realize that the the Thor Frigga relationship was, you know, as important as they demonstrated. And yeah, it was just a really nice conversation. Like he didn't go f- try and t- find Odin. 
Mm-mm. you know, who's also deceased, who's also gone. He wanted his mother. Well, because he saw his mom, and that prompted him to want to talk to her. He didn't well, see yeah, Odin. there was that, too. But... Odin doesn't hang out with people. No, he doesn't. No, he, he doesn't. Just conquers. <laughs> and lies. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was it was nice because you could tell Thor was he was gonna start taking things a little bit more seriously because Rocket before that was struggling to get him to do anything. He Who knew find... Rocket would be the voice of reason? Yeah, I mean that was an about face, which was nice. And I also I have to give a shout out to his uh, his attire using the there was the 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 newer Guardians of the Galaxy colors and and style uniform that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, volume two. That was volume two, right? No, no this was comics. They three. never used, they haven't used that one in the movies yet. Yeah, that was um, well. That was the older one, though, if I remember correctly. Before Starlord, before the movie, they had um, like Starlord had that different helmet. Yes, yes, he did. It was that. I think it was that, which was a shorter run too. It might have been volume. I don't remember which one it was. Doesn't matter. It was still good though. I liked yeah. it. But I liked I liked that. Uh, you know, it was cool to see that because they haven't used their their comic book attires at all, truly yeah. yet. Yeah. So they use that um, pre quantum realm looking quantum realm one. Yeah. Like the like the the silver white white silver ish. Am I the only one who didn't like those costumes? The uh, quantum realm yeah quantum realm costumes. They were goofy. I don't know I why like Iron them. Man didn't have an Iron Man helmet when Rhodey had a War Machine helmet. <laughs> That, Probably because the bleeding edge. Was he still using the? Was he using bleeding edge though? Doesn't matter. Rhodey's... He made all these suits. Why couldn't he have made one that? Oh, you know what it was? It was because they had their gear on underneath, or the quantum realm suits turned into the their outfits that they needed, yeah. and he had the bleeding edge that he just. He didn't need it to to be like that. Yeah, so yeah. it was just a de facto Ant Man outfit helmet. Yeah, and he, so ne- was... he he never gave Rhodey an upgrade. <laughs> Well, remember the time he did in in Civil War? He gave him that that whooping stick upgrade, and it broke in about ten seconds. That's yeah, that's right, that's uh-oh. right. Uh oh, here comes my co-host. Your co-host. There There's my co-host. Where? Right here. Right here. I thought I was your co-host. No, it's my butthead cat. Oh well. Rub All right, guys. I guess I guess I'll see y'all later. I'm no longer the co-host. I'm I'm out. He's my helper. Let me rephrase. He's my assistant. Okay. Um. So so yeah. So that happened. They get the ether. They get back, and the very difficult one was the, on Vormir, Hawkeye, and and um, Natasha. Yeah, I think that I was the most difficult one. one. This was a Gamora moment, quite literally. Yeah. But it was. It wasn't as one-sided. It was like, hey, this is what's going to happen. They effectively fought to the death. They fought for their own death. And it was very... You could tell how difficult it was for both of them. The acting was very well done in this scene. Okay, let me... Can I just say something about this scene? You may. You're okay, here. the fact that, like... Okay, we, we, already, we already know what happens. She dies. Isn't there supposed to be a Black Widow movie coming out? It prequel. could be a prequel. It's, it's a prequel. So for it's me, I don't even care about the movie anymore. Because it's I do, a prequel. Because what if it? What if it's like a, a an origin story? I don't care about it because it has nothing to do with the story at this point. Well, in my opinion, Captain, at least. Did Captain Marvel have anything to do with any of these other? Except for hey, here's the Tesseract. 
Um, originally? Let me be honest, I didn't care about that movie either. I watched it, but it was eh, just to see the post-credit scene. Yeah, which shouldn't that have been in this movie? No, not really, because they want people to watch the other movies, so you'll know what's happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what you just said, uh, they fight to their own death. Yes. Basically, it's I'm gonna die. No, I'm gonna die. They couldn't decide on who was gonna die, so it's gonna be me. I'm Dirty Dan. Through, yeah. Eventually, through the course of events, Black Widow is the one that's laying at the bottom of the of the the rock face there. Yeah, and you know what? That, I think that was more emotionally taxing than the Gamora one. It was. We're we're more invested in in Black Widow. We are, and that's not a knock on Gamora or you know the actress that plays her, but mm-hmm. you know Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow has been a fixer since just about the beginning. Iron Man two. Yeah, Iron was Man she in two. Iron Man two? Yeah, Natalie Rushman. Mm-hmm. Tony yep, Stark man. was oogling her. And you know, her. She, she's she's had a lot of character growth as well since the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. since her beginning. A lot of haircuts so, too. A lot of haircuts, a lot of yeah. changes. And to see her sacrifice herself the way, you know, essentially that she did. Um, when they kept saying, no matter what it takes. Whatever it takes. Both of them, yeah. And I was like, okay, they're going to kill off Hawkeye again, but they're not going to kill off Black Widow, are they? And But, yeah, they killed off Black Widow. because. Well, was... sorry, Go ahead. Go ahead, finish. Because, I mean, it, it made sense because Hawkeye was fighting to get back with his family where, unfortunately, Natasha... Her family was the Avengers, right? It, it was. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was as meaningful as you know what Clint's relationship with his his wife, his two mm-hmm. sons and daughter was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I was the what I, my thought process during that was, you know, there's a Hawkeye series that's potentially coming out on Disney Plus. It's been uh, announced. Yeah, it's official. Yeah. And there's a Black Widow movie coming out. How is it going to – I'm just trying to think of where is it going to fall into uh, uh, the time frames. Right. I don't care if it's a prequel or not, but where are these going to fall in and is that going to distract me from this movie or from this this TV series? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, – it def- definitely has ramifications. I mean the mm-hmm. Hawkeye series is supposed to be him passing on the Hawkeye torch to – and training Kate Bishop. Which going... he was starting to do at the beginning of the movie. Well, no, that was just his daughter. That's not Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop is an, a completely different character. He called her his little Hawkeye, though. Yeah, I think that was just a little, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it might have been, a, it, it could be something more. It, it very well could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've always been to believe that Kate Bishop is a completely different character than uh, a child of, of Clint. Clint, so... It, 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 who knows what direction they go? They they could totally, uh, you know, utilize that and, and turn it into him just training his daughter to set her up to be a Hawkeye character. But mm-hmm. um, it's definitely, you know, that's motivation. And it's going to be cool to see Jeremy Renner kind of get his own series, Time to Shine. and Finally. And, yeah, yeah, about time. Yeah, took him long enough. He's been cameos since Thor, the first Thor. Yes, Yes, that's that's pretty much been it. Um, All right, Sean. Yeah, think... Sean, this is off topic a little bit. Just oh boy, but um, yeah, I'm just gonna tell you. You know, you know where these go, right? 
Hey, hang on. No, no, no. This is just going to be a real quick one. There's something we got to talk about after the show, but uh, Blake Foster uh, posted a Facebook story talking crap about the new Gold Ranger. That's it. That's all I want to tell you. Uh, Matt, Blake Foster is Justin, my least favorite Power Rangers character. Oh, uh, I used to love him. Man. We <laughs> <laughs> do. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, my God, this this kid is... He's a okay, Power Justin. Ranger, and then... He said the Gold Ranger looks like a weenie. Okay. Quote. Well, uh, he was also a kid Power Ranger, so shut up, Blake Foster. I'm yeah, going to go on record and t- say that. Shut up, Blake Foster. I'll say it again. Yeah, Sean will fight you in an MMA fight. Oh, now I'm going to go watch Power Rangers Turbo when I'm done with it. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> tough, tough break there. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony and I watched it uh, over the course of three episodes because it was Woo! God. We watched it and we commented on it. And wowzers. See, I'm a sucker for nostalgia, and I, I thought that was a good movie. But that, then again, I haven't watched since I was probably 10 to 11 years old. Yeah. Uh, what, the Turbo movie? I watched it when you're done. two days ago. Ooh, I'm sorry. It'd be like hey, that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of movies, let's get yeah. back to the Avengers. Jeez, Matt, this is what we did for two episodes that I still haven't put out yet. Oh, my I... God. It's atrocious. We get into talking, and we just cannot <laughs> stop. Yo, tell him about the Trial of Astronomer episode. Oh, my goodness. He... I haven't even finished editing it yet. I think the episode is going to be half of what we actually recorded. <laughs> we recorded it six weeks ago, and I still haven't put it out yet because I can't bring myself to listen to the whole damn thing and see how much of that bullshit we actually have to cut out. <laughs> Or leave in, because we might reference it later in the episode. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? We sounded <laughs> like we were on some type of drugs. Like, we were like, we had like a, a gas leak or something. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, dear God. I might just put the whole damn thing out and be like, you fucking listen to it. You figure it out. I don't know what the hell is happening here. I don't know what, I, I, I just don't know what's going on. I was, I was there, I think, but I wasn't meant to I don't remember it. any of that. Uh-uh. It, it's it's a mess. And all we did was talk about a single solitary comic book. Not even the whole one. It was Just like, one story! It was ten pages in an annual that we talked about. It's a half of a book. And it took us like an hour and a half because we were so sidetracked. I think we both have ADHD. I do have ADD. I have ADHD, I right so why we're, right <laughs> why we're both doing a podcast together is beyond me. Somebody can rein it in. Speaking of which, I'm going to rein it in. King of the Segways, right here. <laughs> So, uh, so Hawkeye's got the Soul Stone. There, he goes back, and and everybody is sad. Panda, including the Hulk, and he's sad enough that he picks up a bench and throws it at her memorial. And Thor's like, "What the fuck? She's coming back." It's like, no, "We can bring her back with the stones." It's like, "Nah, she's the one that can't come back." Yeah. Nah, she gone. So yeah, she's she's essentially written off of the movies. I'll never see her again, mm-hmm. um, and going forward at least, you know, prequel notwithstanding. Well, there but... might be a loophole which we see down the road, down toward the end of the movie, but I doubt it. I, yeah, I think that this group of Avengers is retired for all intents and purposes. Yeah, I think but... they're gonna they're they're ushering in the in the new era with people like Spider Man. Uh, Captain Marvel, and I think the next one that they're really going to usher a new era in is Adam Warlock. They're doing almost like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy cosmic thing. That's what it was supposed to be. And and I know your your man, I think it's Greg, uh, Matt, 
Uh, what if they bring in Cosmic Ghost Rider? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a reach. He. <laughs> Yeah, we love that character uh, on our show, very much so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he read the Cosmic Ghost Rider story. One of the uh, comic books who did in it mentioned, because uh, it was Frank, it's Frank Castle as Ghost Rider. Oh, they couldn't bring him in then because he's part of the two-year embargo yeah, on Netflix shows. that's true, so that's not going to happen. Mm. That's not going to happen. Unless they give Silver Surfer the Ghost Rider Give him the good old Just super silverizer. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, geez, we're off topic again. We, we do that a lot. Uh, yeah. So, so bad Nebula, 2014 Nebula, uh, has infiltrated the team, and she brings, brings in the Thanos. sanctuary too. Thanos is travel. Thanos is uh, away from home. Home. Home away from home. Home. Home ship. alone. The smaller of the two. Still gigantic. And basically brings that in through the wormhole and, you know. But before that, most importantly. Oh, uh, something? Yeah, they use the gauntlet. Hulk oh, snaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulk snaps uh, with the intention of bringing, keeping it. They're still in the same time frame, five years down the road. But just bringing everybody back who disappeared. They're not going um, the Pokemon the... movie on it and wiping everyone's <laughs> mind. Yeah. Pokemon. So, yeah, there was. You know, it was well done. The Hulk uh, kind of made the Hulk. It was a cool moment for the Hulk, right? He got was injured. Kinda... He was injured. He did. It, it messed it up his arm really bad mm-hmm. um, throughout. Um, but yeah, it was it was a cool moment for the Hulk. It was like his time to. There was another thing. His time to shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was almost redemption for not being able to transform into the Hulk during Infinity War. So yeah, they gave they gave him that. He snapped, and they looked outside, and all the Birds were starting to come back. They were flying around everywhere, which is neat. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Ant-Man standing by the window. Jeez. The scene was intense. Oh, my goodness. You ain't kidding. I uh, couldn't believe it. And the, the blast, yes. Thanos' ship uh, blasts the Avengers, like, just full on. Uh, the torpedoes. He, the torpedoes. He did, he did to that compound what Scarlet Witch did to Vision in Civil War. Pretty much. Like... Eight levels down. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in that room. Smith the Reigns, Hulk and Rocket ended up in the basement. Hawkeye ended up with the gauntlet. I think they were in the basement of the basement. Yeah, they were like they the were, tunnel, like the, the sewer. It was like they the were, power. yeah, started flooding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was the beginning of it all. This was. Uh, this is the, the third act. This is don't go to the bathroom time. Yeah, yeah. The, okay, so the, my least favorite part of the movie was the whole time travel aspect, honestly. I like the, you know, the, it, it, it was less shoehorning of cameos at that point. It was, it was like, you know, you're going to see them. But it, it was, was like, good. In what, in what capacity are you going to see them? You know, and, and it was like you haven't seen this scene before. It wasn't like Mr. Poopy Butthole where he was just kind of shoehorned into the intro of that episode <laughs> of, of Rick and Morty. Yeah, you know where he's like in every scene, uh, like out of nowhere, um, like where there's all oh, those jeez, Rick, and he, like the one just zaps himself in the, in the dust, and Mr. Poopy <laughs> Butthole's just like he's just standing there, like oh, there goes that guy, but <laughs> but you know they weren't shoehorned in. It was like what you didn't see, what happened off camera, which was really good writing, and not like just CGIing somebody into a scene, right? Yes, yeah. Say that sentence. Okay. 
So yeah, so shit gets real. You know, they rain down fire from heaven above, or from the skyline. And then Thanos comes down and tells Nebula to go get him the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And then it was basically get the football. That was the game. Don't let yeah. Thanos keep away with the football with Thanos. The football being the glove. It was which, yeah. Which plot point? Very critical. The glove is made by Stark. That's yes. all I'm going to say about it. Yes, yes, yes. It is. Uh, I didn't but see at this, this point... coming until the end. I did not see it coming until it happened. No. By the way. Uh, so at this point, um, yeah, the others are, are kind of going struggling. Uh, War Machine's down there too, I think. Uh-huh. But uh, it's Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. So they they see the OGs. That, the OGs yeah. that they see that Thanos is just sitting there unprotected, waiting, and they're like, "Oh, you know, this, you know, this is probably a trap, right?" And they're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, oh well." Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor gets all godly and stuff. He he has oh, Mjolnir. We didn't we didn't mention this when he was in Asgard. He just put his hand out. I mentioned and that came back to him. I mentioned oh, yeah. that. I missed that. I was probably doing anything else. Probably that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, he has Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, so he goes after him with that. Um, yeah. The, like Christian mentioned earlier, he's got the the braided beard and and stuff. He's looking very uh, God Thor or or very King God, Thor, like, like like not old man Odin, but kind of like he was like in his at that point. He was in his warrior getup at that yes. point. Yeah, so it looked like the most him. mature Thor we've ever gotten. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. You know, the big belly kind of it, it kind of worked at that point. Right, well, like I, that's how I feel. Like a, but it did like, get a little smaller throughout as we went along. A little bit smaller, a little mm-hmm. bit smaller. All but, that uh, walking, you know, it, you can only lose so much, so many inches off your waist from walking from I the mean, bridge. I mean, the the electricity the flowing through them, I guess it zapped the fat away. They, hey man, electroshock. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yo, if 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 uh, getting struck by lightning made you skinny, I would go outside right now. <laughs> Okay. I would join you. I would join you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this uh, it was just a, a great fight, and I'm like, this, you know, another, another is this it? Is this the, is this going to be the final battle? It's these three against Thanos. Um, yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, the biggest moment of this, you know, they, they all gave it to him, but mm-hmm. uh, the biggest moment that came of this was Cap getting Mjolnir, yep. uh, which was a huge, well, huge thing because he was the one who he. He moved it a little bit back in Age of Ultron, but, and but this was the crux of that was um, um, Thor was getting shit stomped by Thanos, and he called Stormbreaker, and it came, but Thanos grabbed it, and it took me a minute to realize that it's not enchanted like Mjolnir is. Correct. And that, that's, that's what my friend was telling me. He starts driving it into Thor's chest, yeah, and it starts to pierce his armor, and then it starts to pierce his skin, and you see just the hammer lift up just a little bit. And then you see it come at him, hits Thanos, and then it goes back to where it came from. And then it, Steve just grabs it and recoils like Thor has done a million times. How loud did your theater get when that happened? Super loud. It was a, oh! Oh, my goodness. I didn't yeah. see that one. I mean, I should have seen that one, too. But it was just like one, it was fan service. And it was, it was you know, tying up these very subtle loose ends, such as, like you said, Matt, Cat uh, making it move just a, ever so slightly in, uh, in in Age of Ultron, and, and then Thor was like, "I knew, I it. knew it! I knew you were." Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh man, like the 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 the, the what's the word? Uh, the the morale of the team, I think, boosted at least between those two. 
just so much. At the yeah, at the very least, it, mm-hmm. in the his like Cap's fighting style, like it was it was so cool seeing him utilize both the shield. Oh my goodness! And the hammer, like the the movements in, in you and know the vibration the, and oh, using so the, cool. the vibration of the shield along with the um, you know the the hammer. It was just mm, it was perfect. Very good, and you know like he used it. Yeah, he used thunder with it or lightning with yeah. it too. Yeah, which what's was, that all about? I didn't get that because I because right that's that's Thor's stick. Thor's the god of thunder, not the, the god well, of hammers. So, so if I'm if I'm thinking this logically, from 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 the beginning of Ragnarok with the uh, with the chat with Odin in Norway, I believe he said something to the effect of, the hammer was used to channel your power through it to help you control it. So, in in effect, the hammer is a conduit for the lightning. Right. It doesn't say that it has to be Thor who wields it to use the lightning, the power of the lightning, because he is the god of thunder. You know, it just it's used as a, as a lightning rod, as a conduit, I, I would suppose. Maybe that's the science behind it. That probably is. I mean, the, regardless, I mean, I, I looked. I can look past that. Yeah, it was, it was just... It was it was just a really cool thing, really well, very very well done. Oh yeah, um, on their down. part. Um, it, it was a great reveal because I wasn't expecting it. Were you, no. Christian? Were you? No, not really. No, not at all. And then uh, within not so long, uh, Thanos gets the upper hand, mm-hmm. starts breaking the she- uh, cap shield. Oh, right. breaks the mess right. out of it. I got vibes of the uh, Age of Ultron vision that Tony was getting. That's yeah. Uh, when the shield was broken and like, oh shit, you know what's going to happen next? That and it was a great and, misdirect. That and as well as the, uh, I think the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline uh, when Cap stands up to him. I think Cap's one of the last Marvel characters to stand up to him, and I, I'm pretty, I'm ninety percent sure that Thanos breaks the shield in half as well. So that was, um, I mean, that was relatively cool to see too. Um, but then. This is when the actual final battle starts to oh my goodness. starts to begin. This 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 is when my theater went like truly yeah. truly nuts. Well, uh, because we we've been movie time what thirty minutes thirty five minutes since Hulk snapped. Yeah, the, I think the whole final sequence is about an hour and fifteen to an hour and a half. Yeah, that, uh, that, worth of I, stuff. I remember seeing something online that said. Because I avoided spoilers as much as I could, uh, but I, I I I did look at the best times to go to the bathroom, yeah. and it was it said don't go an hour and a half in. If Fair. Hold it. At that point, hold it or piss your pants or use the bucket <laughs> of popcorn. Hopefully, you got the metal collectors. Too. Or 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 get the Avengers diaper. Well, if, this was, if this was Iron Man two, there would have been a tie-in with a diaper. Because remember all the product <laughs> placements in that one. Oh yes, I do. I just say do it. I'll tell you what though, I wasn't getting up for nothing. If I shit mm. on myself, I'm just sitting in it. <laughs> if if that was the case, I would have just sat in it. It would have been the only time in life that would have been worth it. Yeah, and you know what? I don't care. I paid to be there. The other people around me could, which you know, were my wife and the other panel discussion people and their wives. It would have been a little awkward, but uh, and they would have never let it. you live it down. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so he's standing there, and all of a sudden, Cap gets a little message in his earpiece. <laughs> they call it's... you Maddie Mudpants. <laughs> <laughs> Why you do this, Sean? 
can't not do it. I can't not do it. That's why. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, he gets a little message. Uh, he hears something coming through on his radio, and it's it happens to be Falcon, who we mm-hmm. all know disappeared in the snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Einer left, and all of a sudden Cap looks back, and the giant doctors. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that portal opens up, and the first people through are Black Panther, mm-hmm. Shuri, Shuri, and Okoya. Okoya, yes, that's yep. right. Um, they show up as a subtle nod, and then all of a sudden, all these portals start to open up. The Guardians show up. Like with the Spider-Man. whole sky opened up, pretty much. Like half of it was just sparks. Yeah, people they it, knew. They looked like Power, an episode of Power Rangers. It it was pretty all wild. You know what? I did not expect this to happen. I hoped it hap- it would happen, but I did not expect all the characters to come back the way that they did for this big, massive final fight that was bigger than... I mean, this is bigger than Lord of the Rings. You know, final, some of the final battles in Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogies. Like, this was huge uh, to have all these guys. And they're not just not just the, the, the Avengers, the, the superheroes that we all know and love. These were various armies, uh, different races of people. You have, you had, I think there were some Asgardians. Yeah, the, the new Asgardians were there. Yeah. New Asgardians, yeah, because Valkyrie showed up with uh, Korg and Meek. Um, and the, the, you know, the Wakandans were there, and like all of a sudden, the Avengers had this massive army to just compete with mm-hmm. Thanos and his they forces. Ships from Wakanda, the sorcerers were there. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, all the like sorcerers. Vong showed up, yeah. showed up and this just ginormous epic unbelievable battle we're, like we're this... forgetting a couple of the iron legion led by rescue was there that's right pepper it, Potts. it looked like she was armor. wearing mark ii armor from the first iron man yes but she had some uh, some upgrades just a few, <laughs> a few hundred thousand yeah there, there was uh it was, oh, just, man. it was chaos is what it was i don't think there was much a better way to describe it than than that no, not even close. Like it's it was yeah, complete just full screen. Just everywhere you look, there something was going on. Mm-hmm. Some some subtle reference mm-hmm. to or a character you haven't seen in a while. The only thing that I was, well, I guess we'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, just this massive fight ensues. They're going you know back and forth. Guys are getting blasted all over. Every literally every character here is getting a chance to shine. Like everyone, you can visibly see everyone doing something, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, that's a challenge on its own too. When you have twenty to thirty plus main characters on screen, you got to showcase them doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the, uh, the Stephen Strange look with the white hair, the Mister Fantastic hair, yes. basically was yeah. was perfect. The the seriousness, because he's super serious all the time. He was a little less, a little more cavalier in the first movie. His his movie and in the first Avengers movie, yeah. Um, what? Go ahead, Christian. What were you gonna say? Now, how li- loud did your theater get? You know, you had the Guardians come in, Mantis, mm-hmm. Drax, uh, uh, Peter. Well, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you had Doctor Strange. But how loud did your theater get when Spider Man swung in? Oh my so, goodness, that was the biggest one. Because yeah. I mean, they they were alluded like that. If if Iron Man didn't see. You think back, storytelling wise. If Iron Man didn't see that picture, if that picture of him and Peter wasn't yep. on that little mantle, mm-hmm. he wouldn't. He probably wouldn't have tried to set all this up and, and help him out doing the quantum ta- quantum realm and time traveling and all that stuff. So that was 
That was good. And that brings me home, too, that Spider-Man is going to be sticking around contra- contractually and will be, you know, will be a main, truly main fixture in the MCU going forward. And Sony's not just going to yank him back from underneath us. I hope we'll not. See. But I uh, like one more money, but we'll see. Yeah, but like worth it. Can you can can you honestly tell me Tom Holland is not the best Spider-Man live action Spider-Man we have gotten? Oh, he is. He's the perfect age for it. Exactly. He like Tobey Maguire, he was old older. Andrew Garfield, he was like 29 when he started the role. Tom yeah, was Holland was like 20, 22. They wrote the they wrote around their ages and around what kind of audience that they would have uh, attracted like skateboarding spider-man get the fuck out of here with that bullshit <laughs> i mean if there's anyone that's a spider-man purist it's me um you know that movie irritated me i don't mind the race or the gender swapping of some characters um but you know you don't have betty brant in the first movie and all they do is say hi to each other and then you don't have him and mary jane getting cozy and then Having Gwen Stacy after that, uh-uh. That's not how that shit works. Uh-uh. Yeah, that was uh-uh. really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm not a fan that she's married, but that's not my... That's her problem, <laughs> not mine. Um, Marriage is a trap set up by the government. Actually, oh, don't I know for, it. It goes further back than that. Uh, that's why, Matt, that's why I say I'm happily divorced. <laughs> I'm happily single. That too. So... How loud did your theater get when Gamora saved Peter and then kicked him in the balls twice right after that? My my theater that didn't was... get loud for that. It was just like, come on now. And and how about right after that when and Matt, I think this is what you were gonna bitch about. Carol Danvers eventually shows up for the what, all of five minutes? Actually this was not what I was gonna gonna bitch about. It was I think that was the best way to utilize her though too because there was some there was some negative feedback to the captain marvel movie and she is supposedly going to be the next you know big character right the next op mcu Mm -hmm. character so if you have her in the throughout the whole thing there's no there's no challenge there's no there's no challenge there's no triumph there's no you know roller coaster ride of this final battle her showing up when they could have had her doing something in a different place on the planet like grabbing a whole bunch of people and throwing them in a duffel bag and zooming them into the, the, the battlefield because, <laughs> you know, maybe there weren't enough sorcerers to use their sling rings to bring, you know, I, I'm just spitballing that they could have had her doing a side mission that is Something. equally important to the main mission. Yeah, because we hadn't seen her since the since that beginning chat with Widow. Um... Where Thor stands up for the first time in five years. No, that was before that. They which they first revealed she got the haircut. Mm. Oh yeah, that yeah, video that's right. chat, that video yeah. chat thing they were doing. So it had been a few hours since we had seen her. Yeah, a few hours. You can say that about this movie. But, I did right? not like that haircut though at all. Well, you know, Carol Danvers is her own thing, and she's very cocky in the in the comics and as well in the cartoons. I don't know if you watch them. I do. I like cartoons. So go. I don't care if you don't like it or not. That's that's my thing. Cartoons and and comic books. T-shirts, too, or T-shirts. <laughs> t-shirts are cool. Not band shirts, T-shirts, comic T-shirts. I get looked at weird at uh, when I travel for work, and it's after work. They're like, what, are you, what, what is that? I'm like, I'm not working right now. <laughs> I wear my nice polo and my suit pants when I work, and then I wear T-shirts and shorts or T-shirts and jeans. So shut it. <laughs> uh, I just feel like they could have had her doing something else 
maybe bringing in some scrolls. I don't know. So like to to mimic, you know, a scroll to to mimic the the the, the dark order or whatever the hell those four guys are called. Um call obsidian and, and maw and, and the other two that are married i forget their names but they could have mimicked them and you know they grabbed the football and then i'm calling it the football by the way listen to the two-point conversation hey uh, she plugged yeah. so <laughs> they, they she could they could have brought some scrolls in to do that and then it would have been like a haha gotcha type thing you know i, I don't know yeah it's they could have alluded to her more but i think it ended up being a shocker because you know when when they started firing it. when they started firing up into the air right Rem was like what are they firing what could yeah. possibly I thought it was a ship or something of like allies I did too, I did too and I, I didn't expect it and I was like okay well you know the Thanos' guys are kind of winning and things are looking really really bleak because right he was about to have the, the ship fire and blow up the you know just blow everything to shit risk out all the soldiers and and all that, and then it started firing up, and Captain Marvel comes and does her thing where she just blows up ships. Uh, apparently, that's her gimmick, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she did. And it was, it was, it was an actually really cool moment. It was a, it, in pro wrestling terms, it was kind of like a hope spot, uh, as we call it, the, the insider terms. Um, now that now that everything started to change, or, or the comeback. The comeback, so to speak. You know, everything's the tides are starting to turn. Yeah, it's when the heels are starting to get beat down, and the baby faces are getting up and shaking their fists toward the toward the crowd, and yeah, hulking up and doing the two elbows to the gut from a front <laughs> headlock, or from a uh, from a side head standing side headlock, <laughs> just to get the big boot knocked down again, and then nip up and nip up. Yep, there's that. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, so within minutes, within well, within moments of this, Thanos gets his hands on the gauntlet. Well, he's actually relatively close to it. Iron Man and him are uh, very, very close. Uh, battling over it, Cap, I think, gets on him. Uh, and then Marvel, Captain Marvel actually uh, you know, puts up a good fight. She actually stops him because after Thanos puts on the gauntlet, uh, she actually prevents him completely mm-hmm. from from closing his fist, being able to to snap his fingers, and he tries and he, to like headbutt her. And... You know where this is from? From in the comics, when Nebula's got a hold of it, and they're all pulling it off of her, him rather. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Even though I just reviewed the book the other day. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, there's a perfect allusion to it. But he, what he does is actually pretty smart. He take this was actually a really cool scene where he pulls off the the power stone and just mm. blasts her. Or puts it on his other hand. Yeah, completely gets her out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Iron Man goes after her one more time. Stark. Well, he looks at Strange, and Strange is like Strange he just, is holding up his hand like he he's did like, when. Here's the moment. Ready, go. Yes. Yes, yeah, you, you know, I I didn't, I knew he was holding his finger out like he did with the time stone, like mm. when he summoned it to give it to Thanos, but I didn't know, like, treat that as a signal. And Thanos went to snap, nothing happened because the stones weren't on his gun. Well, because Stark, Stark grabbed him by the hand, yeah. he, and, and he thought he was holding him open, holding his hand open, but what he was doing is he was, I guess, part of the bleeding edge armor, because Stark built the gauntlet. He 
did a switcheroo or whatever. He did the the, the New Jersey boardwalk, um, <laughs> you know, uh, the the parlor trick games where they three card Monty type thing. Yeah, and it was epic. And this this is the the thing that got spoiled for me the GIF that I found that somebody shared that morning, um, which that just, motherfucker it made me livid. Uh, Should have uppercutted him. Had to delete him. Tiger I uppercut. Uh, I would have listened to listen to Pushstar podcast. Him, but it was a it was a some other image starting off with it, and then if you click on the gift to watch what was happening. Oh, they rickrolled it, you. Yes, all oh, completely. And it, what Fuckers. it cut into was uh, Iron Man snapping his the finger, snapping snapping his gauntlet, and that's it. And it says spoiler underneath it. And I was, oh man, I was so I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, I would have throat punched that person. Through, I would throw punch my computer. Yeah, I mean, who sent it to you? Some butthead. They didn't send it to me. They tagged a bunch of people in it, and I just happened to be scrolling through it on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh, let me just check this out for the heck of it." And I ended up deeply regretting it. The, the dude, like, he apologized. He's like, "Oh, I didn't think it can't be spoiled. The movie hasn't come out yet." Yeah, that you didn't think. He that was end of the sentence. I didn't think. <laughs> yeah, I didn't he, think. He. Uh, you know, he's like, "There's no way that it was a spoiler. The movie hasn't come out yet." I'm like, "It's a Dip fucking shit. spoiler, it's, butthead." It's been streaming. It's been online for like a a few days now. It already got released in England and China. Yeah, that's a spoiler, you piece mm-hmm. of shit. Yeah. So yeah, I canned him. I got rid of him. Uh, I I don't so. like. I don't. I don't take spoilers too kindly. And you know, if if I do, like like we're doing this video live on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, you heavily advertise spoilers, right? You don't sneak up on somebody and, and just fuck their game up. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've been doing really good avoiding spoilers. I was doing a really good job, and then for that to happen the morning of just made me livid. Uh, but anyways, back to back to it. You know, after Iron Man snaps, he's um, tore up. He's tore up. He's his arms burned and his face is burned. His ear is charred. Very charred. He, he couldn't handle the energy of the infinity gauntlet well and even speaking to that point when hulk did it earlier he got injured he was jacked up his he's and he even said before it happened he's like it's got to be me yeah it's it's basically gamma radiation i'm the only one that can handle it it'll probably kill the rest of you perfect perfect callback and setup unfortunately for a beloved character it did and it was the end it was like it was pretty dramatic because peter spider-man was right by him Mm-hmm. Uh, went to check on him, see if he was okay. He was crying, and I think what got me, this is what I started tearing up, was went a little bit. I'll admit it. Um, when Pepper walked over to him and she was checking on him, mm-hmm. and she was like, it's okay, you can rest now. Yep, that was and that was it. That was her telling him that you've done what you needed to do. Yeah. I've got, I've got, I'll take it from here. And, yeah, then that was the curtain call for... Iron Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Avengers so, story. The Infinity Avengers. Saga. Yeah. It was a uh, rough ending. They did, they did the funeral scene, mm-hmm. which was uh, very, very well done. It's Except cool when they weren't in the focal... When they were off to the side, like Doctor Strange and then everybody that was... You know, if they were in the background, they looked a little elongated, stretched out and thin. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I saw an IMAX 3D, so maybe my printing was a little goofy, but, you know, I don't know. I can see what you mean, though, but I think it was just done for, for filming 
filming purposes. That could be it. Uh, to get that get those shots in. Of but, everybody. Of everybody, yeah. So they go through um, some, you know, notable notable names and faces, characters. Mm-hmm. Got the Guardians there, all the Avengers. Um, the boy from Iron Man three is is standing there as well. Is that who that was? I couldn't that's figure who that out was. who that was. Yeah, that's that that's. The, I, I had to look kid. it up. I'm like, who is that? The kid. Yeah, that's that's who it's supposed to be. Um, and then Nick Fury. Uh, that got me when he rolled Ross. out. What tip? When Fury rolled out at the end, I was like, "Ooh, that got me a little bit." Yeah, it did. You know, and, and the way I like I felt about it, like at the end. Well, actually, we got one more part. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, two, two more essentially. So what happens next is Captain America is given the job. Was, it, was that next or was it Thor? No, Cap was, Cap was next, and then Thor. Cap was next. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so what happened? You know, with Cap was given the task of having to go back in time and, and redistributing the the Infinity Stones back where they found them. So there was no true like ripples in the time stream. And when they try to call him back, he uh, he well, he didn't show up right away. He didn't show but up on his platform where they were expecting he didn't show him. Show up on the platform. He showed up on a bench, a little bench, a yep. little bench off to the side, a very much older. Uh, Steve Rogers, which is what they did in the comics. They aged yeah. him after he lived on some different dimension and had a kid, and then they brought him back. And the last volume of what, right, right after Secret War, they brought him back, and they de-aged him again. Yes, yeah, and it was a cool moment because what he did was he and you know he passed the. Well, Bucky was there, and Bucky's like, "Go talk to him, Cap." Uh, yeah, Falcon. Bucky, Bucky, Bucky knew what was going on, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, Cap handed him the shield. He he pep talked him, and he goes, "I want you to have it." Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much alluding to that. They, you know, essentially the 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 Falcon and, and Winter Soldier Disney Plus series is going to be just really Cap. just Captain America, Captain America, and Winter Soldier. Captain, yeah, Captain Bucky. Captain Bucky. So you know, which is. Which is going to be cool, and I, you know, for the longest time, I thought Winter Soldier was going to get that mantle, but the way they did it, um, I really liked it. I really liked it that Falcon got it because, you know, I, I'm not crazy about the the Falcon's like his. I'm not going to say his powers, but his tech, right? It's not the it's Stark tech, though. It's Stark tech. It is. It, it's it's enhanced. It's government, but then it's enhanced by Stark tech. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. But like that ability would not be like if I was ever like a superhero like wanted to like oh if I if I'm a superhero I want to be the Falcon like nobody would ever say that even though Anthony Mackie played a very lovable version of the character so I'm glad they're gonna give him something to 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 really sink the, sink his teeth into and become by becoming the next Captain America mm-hmm. he's got the charisma for it I think he does he does Anthony Mackie's a terrific actor mm-hmm. and uh, he's gonna bring a new a new like flavor to it it's gonna be good um but yeah like we were alluding to the next the next big thing was thor mm-hmm. yep fat thor and I, I, fat I, thor and I, being ragnarok thor being goofy he was goofy again yeah and he was with the guardians of the galaxy as guardians of the galaxy, as guardians, as guardians of the galaxy. which was a reference to a previous recently canceled comic book that's correct with, with i didn't know that yeah, wasn't it like it is... uh, three thousand years ago or something? Yeah, 
you know, it was it was a cool thing to see that, and I'm really glad because I mean that's essentially a gimme that Thor's going to be in the next Guardians movie. Uh, Maybe at least at least There's, we hope setting it up, and I, and I really hope that he is because oh, I, do too. I think that that since Ragnarok, I think he he is a perfect mesh with them, and and the sarcastic power struggle. <laughs> that he'll that it'll be one sided. It'll be one sarcastic from from him, but it'll be, uh, uh, you know, lack of confidence from from Quill. Yeah, and a little bit of jealousy too. Mm-hmm. But that their dynamic is really really fun, and I'm looking forward to it. Makes me a little bit like angrier that you know the whole James Gunn thing happened, and and Batista was like, oh, I'm not coming back till James Gunn's back, and. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they're going to start filming it till 2021. Um, so we can expect that in, what, what was that? Probably three to four years, the next Guardians movie. So I hope it doesn't take that long. Yeah. they yeah, got to wait because Guns has to honor his Suicide Squad 2 uh, contract. He's got to film that. and oh, that's you, mean, gotta... you mean The Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad, yes. Because it's not a reboot. It's just a whole different fucking group of people, which means it's a reboot. Trash. One and done. DC but doesn't know what they're doing. Will Smith no. is come is is not coming back. But we did get to see a trailer for Gemini before the movie, which is weird looking, by the way. I don't even it's know like, what that is. It's like if the Fresh Prince was fighting the guy from uh, uh, what was that movie where it takes place in the future? AI, uh, uh, the one with Sonny the robot. Terminator. Yep. Yep. No, different AI. I said AI. <laughs> Although AI was with Haley Joe Osment, wasn't it? Yes, it was. What's it was a one? very long movie. I don't know who that or, is. What uh, the 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 fat kid from uh, the fat guy from Silicon Valley? Me. The movie, the TV show. He's in Silicon Valley. He looks like an under doof. Me. Um. Not that bad. I mean, you're not that bad. I wow. missed some words there. Words that were critical to the sentence. Yeah, words that were critical to the sentence. And your confidence. Uh, so, I I liked. The, the ending with Thor. But, 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 we ain't done yet. Nope. Because there was some, you know, you go through the whole thing, you're expecting post credit scene. No, it's the end of a story. But you do hear some banging of, was it a hammer on metal? Yeah. Yeah. Someone's making, um, essentially, a suit of armor that was leaked onto the internet. Was it Riri Williams making the Iron Man suit of armor that she found on the internet at MIT? Maybe. We'll never know. Well, we, well, will. we will eventually. There's more movies. There's more oh, movies, yeah, man. we will. We will. This isn't the, they're not shutting down shops. So, <laughs> Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man were the headliners for Phase 1 of the MCU. Who's the, headline, who's the three headliners for Phase 2? It's going to be Captain Marvel. Phase Mar- 4 at this point. Well, yeah, this, yeah. You mean coming up or that we just finished? It's. I think Black Panther's going to play a, a very prominent role. Captain Marvel... They're gonna. And I think they're Spider-Man. gonna. They're gonna go for either a new Avengers. Yeah, they're gonna go for a new Avengers. Um, look, team look. Yeah. Not. Uh, yeah, because there's the new Avengers. There's the secret Avengers, which was just Civil War, like Luke Cage and um, uh, Daredevil and all the people that didn't want to reveal their identity. But Luke Cage is like, dude, look at you. Um. <laughs> uh, but but um. I would love it if they tried to do an Uncanny Avengers, which would be a great segue into the X-Men 
and the Inhumans, you'd be, well, not the Inhumans, to be honest. They're, they're trying to distance themselves from that. I yeah, that was too. pretty bad. Yeah. I watched it, but I didn't enjoy it. Although I did like the guy that played Maximus, but that was pretty much it. He was short, though. He's like Wolverine short. Well, that's not good. Well, I mean, he's not playing Wolverine, so that's good. Fair. But I think if they do like an Uncanny Avengers, that's a great, you know, you're still getting Avengers, but you're getting X-Men coming in, and then throughout inner squabbles and bitching, you can figure it. Look, look, look here, butthead. This is not why. Yeah, Tom, Thomas Wilson, Tom Wilson will be in there too. Biff from Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they could basically be like, look, this is why we, they could tell through a series of flashbacks or whatever based on, you know, arguments and whatever. This is why we're together to bridge the gap between Avengers and X-Men or, or people, superpowered people and mutants and show that we can work together and, you know, make Xavier's plan, dream of mutant and humans living, cohabitating, you know, a, a real thing on the yep. superhero level. So I can't, and, the normal people that look up to us, you know, but doing flashbacks in a movie is kind of rote. It's tough. And I think they're going to aim to bring the Fantastic Four in first before it, X-Men, which I'm actually okay with. Anthony had a good theory on this, and I'll, I'll tell you what it was. And I think a lot of people have come up with this idea at this point too. Who who bought Stark Tower? Oh, it'd be the we don't know, but but the biggest illusion Baxter is building. yeah, Baxter, Baxter building. building. Yeah. Yep. And everything shoots up in the sky from Stark Tower, like Avengers One. So why didn't that get the attention of Galactus at some point? Right. Yeah, I think Galactus is going to be a big villain in like the next phase. Him and Silver Surfer have got to be, and maybe Silver Surfer turns and the power cosmic is given to anybody but the guy that can move rocks. Yeah, I want to see Doctor Doom become a more prominent, uh, well, become a prominent villain. I want to see him be the next Thanos. Um, He's got really pulling do. the strings and twisting his mustache behind the scenes, I think. Not, yeah. Not straight away, because... He, I want it to be a slow good. build. I want to see Doctor Doom, you know, start off with with Black Panther, mm -hmm. or you Namor, know, and Namor. Black Panther. Yeah, they, yeah. So there's so much that they could do with him, mm -hmm. and and Doctor Doom is probably one, he is one of the more powerful Marvel characters. Mm -hmm. We've seen him defeat the Beyond, or we've seen him defeat you know Galactus in the comic books and inherit their powers mm -hmm. and become very godlike. So not it's just a little, one Beyonder, multiple. Yes. Yeah. So it's a little intimidating. Uh, what what could be that? And I like. I, I wish we had more points. answers. I wish we had more answers. You know, for the next phase, but we really don't. We we really don't. We don't have any. Nothing. Point, which Not which really. I kind of like. I kind of like, but I kind of want more too. And and I hope that they, instead of doing oh origin story first adventure, you know here's the origin here's Batman year one, you know all in the same. Thing, like they did a lot of the these original ones yeah do do the crossovers more common you know like they had been doing like with spider-man homecoming i think they have to now mm -hmm. i think they have to everything's it's a conjoined you know it's a pretty joined universe uh going forward uh we'll probably get more answers to what's going to happen in phase four with the new spider-man movie uh this is spider-man uh Far From Home is supposed to be the end of Phase 3. 
Uh, and we see it in the trailer, too. There was, like, Nick Fury is going to be around. So, uh, you know, there's going to be some kind of big implications with that. But, yeah, going, I mean, going forward, it's it's interesting. And, and we're only a few months away from Spider-Man Home or Far From Home. When does that so come we'll out, August or July? July, July. I want to say. July, I want to say. So we'll get our – hopefully we'll get our answer soon. Um, they have to, right? They're, they're, they've got to leave some kind of cliffhanger going into phase phase four. Unless it's just dealing with the fallout and remember Spider-Man doesn't want to take the suit. Maybe it's because he doesn't want to happen to his friends the same thing that happened to Stark at the end of this movie. Right. Okay, so the thing about his friends, though, is all of them had to have been affected by the snap, right? Yeah, so speaking of that, yes, he goes back to school at the very end, and Ned's there. Did Ned just keep going to school? No, he would be five years older. He had to have been affected by a snap. He had. He would have been been. graduated by now. He should have. They they should they should be done with high school, realistically, because Cassie Lang aged. Mm -hmm. Um, she wasn't affected. She wasn't affected. She lived through the snap. What we don't know if Ned disappeared or not, but regardless, the way that the classes functioned, um, or the the fact that he was in school, you you could you know something was something was weird, loopy with the timeline. Maybe that'll be be answered. Um, the other thing too, my one of my biggest questions at the end, uh, no vision. Yeah, yeah he's gone. Here's yeah, a question. I, I mean, I understood it. I kind of understood it. Um, obviously, going back to the stones and changing the way time he was transpired. Affected before, he was affected pre-snap. Right, that is true too. Um, but they can rebuild him. They could rebuild him, but they have some answering to do with that, which they might allude to. I know this is supposed to be a Scarlet Witch and Vision yeah, uh, Disney Plus series, mm-hmm. so we'll see. I was kind of hoping at least a little bit more vision because. I think Vision's a great character, and he spent the entirety of Infinity War just getting his ass kicked. Yeah. You know, it, it, he's supposed to be this big, powerful character, and he was... He beat Ultron. Yeah, and then that was it. And he was born yesterday. And he lifted the <laughs> hammer. Yeah, like, stri- like the hammer. straight away without realizing it. Yeah, so I was a little surprised that there was nothing with Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a reference at the end with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch referring to Black Widow and Vision. Was and it Vision, talking. or was she referring to Quicksilver? I hope it was Quicksilver, because I would like to have him come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like him back, very much so. But I think with you know the relationship with Vision, I, I, wanna, I, I think that it was a reference to that. Um, I think my favorite line in the whole movie was when she was about to face Thanos... And yes. he was he he was like I don't even know who you are, child. She's like, you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was awesome. She was on her game right there. Looking she good was. too. She's Woman there, Crush Wednesday. The the, the accent Odd. came back. Did you notice yeah. from the first from the first Avengers movie? The accent came back. Did I love me some Elizabeth Olsen? You, you know that very nice. The younger sister of the Olsen twins. Oh yes, I do. Who are the okay. Olsen twins? And she's more. She's more. Get famous out! Than them. Get out! <laughs> I would. Say, I would have to say she's on track to be more famous than they ever will or have been. Well, the two of them married like French billionaires. Oh, well. They're also loaded themselves because they were kids and had some the straight to VHS thing. My sister was all about it. I think we still have. I think my parents still have the VHS tapes somewhere. Probably. Jeez, oh, you just pissed a lot of people off. They don't watch this show. 
That's fair. <laughs> they don't, they're not following somebody called Power Rangers guy. That's true. No, nah, I mean, if, if, Elizabeth, if Elizabeth Olsen wants to pull a 180 from the way her uh, sister's married, she can marry a poor ginger from Richmond, <laughs> nobody Virginia. Wants to, nobody wants to marry a poor ginger, especially from Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. We'll find you a wife at Richmond Comic Con. You mean Galaxy Con? Yes. I told you, I don't do wives. Marriage is a trap set up by the government. All right. Final thoughts on the movie, Christian. Final thoughts. It was amazing. It was overall, it was it was worth waiting ten years for. Eleven. Whatever. Same same diff. <laughs> Will you see it again in theaters? Probably. I'll be what honest. What format did you see it in? Just today? right. I think standard. Oh, you didn't see IMAX or 3D? No. I hate 3D. Yeah, the glasses suck. Although I do have a pair of Star-Lord 3D glasses. Literally, it, do you know how hard it is to put glasses over glasses? Yeah, they're called blue blockers. It's literally not fun. So that's why I hate 3D, for real, for real. Good, good reason. Matt, what about you? What format did you see it in? I so see far? it in right your 2D. I am going to see it again on Sunday for my dad's birthday. Uh, and I'm very excited for it. Um... 2D again or 3D? Probably 2D again. Yeah, I, they I, did a they did a 3D good... is cool. I probably will. I always see the major ones at least three times, so I probably mm-hmm. will end up seeing it in 3D um, for that final time. But um, it'll be ni- it'll be nice. I, like it's it'll be cool to sit there, be there with my dad because that's he got me into comic books. Right, that was kind of our original connection was with comic books. But you know what they call that? What's that? Good parenting. I would say so. Very good parenting. You know what you have to do before the movie? What's that? Right go before it goes on, you stand up, and you, you go like this. You go, Iron Man dies! All to the move. Like, wait till the Fantastic Four shows up. <laughs> what? Oh, my, my, one of the panel discussion guys, uh, Gallo, mm-hmm. he... Uh, he said something funny last night about something. I love how you can. You're like, oh, he said something funny last night. Like, when was the last time he said something funny? Like, that's what I'm expecting you to say next. It was the oh, first no. time in seven weeks since he said he's... something funny, or even to me, because he's been MIA from the panel discussion podcast. He has been. He is a comedian, though, so I got to give him that. Uh, uh, but he said he said something funny. Some spoiler to, to to room for people, and uh, I can't remember. I wish I did. But I do have to say, you know, in hindsight with the movie, um, you know, growing up the last 10, 10, 11 years, you know, building up this story, 22 movies mm-hmm. and, you know, finally, not, not like in a bad way, but finally, like Iron Man, that's it. That's it for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like losing a friend. I cried. I cried too. invested in this character. I was. It's, it's good storytelling. You know, I, I grew up mm-hmm. the last 11 years, you know, it, it's. I think 2008 was the first Iron Man movie. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was a junior in high school. I was a junior in high school then. That's and so to go f- from that to Incredible Hulk and, and all this, like so much has happened in my lifetime, uh, my personal life, the last 11 years. And mm-hmm. for it to, like, culminate, like, that's it. That's it. Like, it was, like, it kind of, it took a while for it to set in, but it did. And... Yeah, it was a weird feeling. It was just a weird feeling. But yeah, it was. It was like lo- It was like losing somebody like super close to you. Like yeah, it was like, like moving away. It was yeah, like moving away, going to college. You know, quitting a long term job. You know, there's. It was built on Iron Man. 
Yeah. You know, and all the gambles were taken initially with Iron Man. And, you know, at this point, it's you got to start over now. We do. Yeah. We do. Um, There's going to be nobody like him. Uh, there's going to be no, nothing like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and just like just amazing portrayal and, and consistent portrayal of, of Iron Man. Uh, just constantly alluded to in every movie in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, it's it's crazy because I wasn't even a big Iron Man fan growing up either. Like, I didn't care for the character. He wasn't – you know, he had the cartoon and, and stuff like that. I knew well, of I mean, him, but he yeah. wasn't mainstream like he is now. He's not everywhere like he is now. And, you know, mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. is the guy to thank for that. Oh, yeah. He was a perfect blend of, of charisma, arrogance, you know, uh, bad boy, you know, off-camera. As, yeah, you know, not not at the time, but prior to that, you know, and and you know, kudos to his wife, by the way, for turning him around and saving his life. But yeah, uh, who knew that a guy that was passed out in a random person's house wearing a Wonder Woman outfit would become the biggest Marvel superhero on the planet? It's crazy. I mean, good for him, by the way. I, I say it jokingly, but you know, good for him. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. Life's funny that way. I am very happy. You like the to iron, see you know, the irony stories. of Iron Man. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, um, I saw an IMAX 3D. Do yourself a favor. That fight sequence at the end, there's no ripples. It is flawless. You will you will enjoy it again like it's the first time you've seen it. Good. I'm going to have to make an effort because maybe next weekend I'll have to find some time. My wife's going to the Kentucky Derby, so I'll be home alone. So I'll have a... you'll, you'll have time. When she's shopping for a derby hat? No, oh, she's already and... made hers. She's oh, already she made, made hers. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, she made it. They're all, she's ready to go. So, I think they're leaving Friday. So, maybe pick, I'll go Friday night. I don't know. Pick, pick her out the door and be like, hey, shouldn't you be going now? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got I to be somewhere in five. Go! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice half hour ride of the IMAX. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Yeah. I think it's uh I think it's a, an all around it's a go see it thumbs up. Oh, one hundred percent. Two thumbs up. Oh, let me get in the circle. Yeah, that's, Two that, thumbs that's, up. I gotta put it like right over my face. I know. And, and and move it the opposite way that I'm thinking to move it. I know that that's what's weird about cameras. It's weird. Yeah. But it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> all right. Um. So some quick housekeeping. Uh, we've recorded this episode that I probably should put out real soon, Christian. But where will we be? We will be at GalaxyCon. The end of well, Matt. Do you have anything else you want to add about the the movie before we plug? No, I, you guys do your thing, man. I think I said. Oh, you'll yeah, do your thing too piece. here in a minute. So <laughs> you can find Christian and I uh, Saturday morning, except for tomorrow, the twenty seventh, because I have to take a friend to the airport. Oh, you did say that. I completely forgot. That gives me time to make a graphic well, and take a nap. Uh, actually, I have to take my lady to the airport, so uh, I'll get in trouble if I say my friend. So we'll fix that in post. My lady. I get to, We're I live. We can't it. fix it in post. I know. But I don't talk about my personal life too much. So like. That's I, fair. I like a little bit of mystery. Uh, I'm taking my lady to the airport in the morning. Uh, and then I'll come home, watch the episode. And then we'll chit chat about it again on the YouTube and maybe Facebook. Uh, but May 31, June 1st, my birthday. And June 2nd, so birthday weekend, Christian and I will be together. And we'll be at GalaxyCon along with four, count them, four Power Ranger car- uh, actors. Uh, and we're still trying to make some uh, headway and because we might have something else to announce here shortly. Uh, Matt, are you guys going anywhere on the 1st of June? 
Um, I will not be. I will actually be in Rochester. I do commentary for a pro wrestling show. Boring. Uh, no. How is doing commentary for a pro wrestling show boring? I'm kidding. Very exciting. Sean, your toxic masculinity is oozing. <laughs> yes. At least that's the only thing that's oozing. Oh, God. All right. Uh... Uh, so, yeah, we're very, very family friendly here. Uh, so the uh, uh, June 1st, if you're not going to GalaxyCon in Richmond, but you live in Hickory, North Carolina, or the surrounding western North Carolina areas, or the mountains, go to Hickory Comic Con, because you'll see a bunch of the other guys from the network. Chris and Anthony, I believe, are going down. Carter Johnson... Uh, those three do History Creeps, and Johnny Townsend will be there. Uh, Trevorism, uh, Trevor Franklin will be there, uh, the full part of the uh, the number one uh, retro video game show on the network. Um, probably number one video game show, in my opinion. Um, the number one uh, re- uh, video game show with two hosts. <laughs> right, Matt? Uh, they'll, they'll be there. Uh, maybe a couple other folks from the network, and they'll probably have stuff to buy. Or Johnny's a great artist, by the way. Uh, oh, he's fantastic. What was the thing he did for Tops recently? Deadpool. Deadpool Tops trading cards, like baseball he cards. Yeah, but... like they were uh, yeah, they were exclusive stuff that are like issued out in like packs mm. everywhere. It's, it's He did a really good job. It was just different variations of Deadpool and, and stuff. It was an artist, yeah, some kind of artist showcase thing, and he did he did so well with it. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. So, um, And then July 20... Click, click, click on the mouse. July 25, Thursday. Through, through, no, that was me. Through oh. July 28. Um, I say click when I click the mouse because it's loud as shit and I can hear it on the recordings. Um, but you are clicking the mouse way too much, checking your Facebook while you should be listening. I'm I'm doing both. I'm multitasking. Listen here, turd sandwich. Uh, <laughs> Ju- uh, Thursday, July 25 through Sunday, July 28. Raleigh Supercon. I'll be there. Christian, you'll be there. Maybe Retweet. some of the other guys. Some of the other guys might be there. I don't know. Um, but even before all that, Matt, guess what? I got to work out through work. What's that? Business trip March. Business trip May 13 through 16 in lovely Lakeshore area, upstate New York. Ooh. Business trip, business flight, business hotel. Thursday afternoon. Meander up to Buffalo for Nickel City Con. Nickel City Con. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm free, excited. Free flight to Nickel City Con. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. Mm-mm. One more plug, too, for your schedule. I'm sure you've said it on your show. Uh, August 3rd, we have our own. Right, we're going uh, chronologically here. Well, I mean, you went, you went you are past it. You are the proprietor, Matt, of said event. So why don't you give your spin on it? Because they've heard me say it about a million times. All right, yeah. Um, so, yes, August 3rd in Niagara Falls, New York, at the Frontier Fire Hall, 2176 Liberty Drive. Uh, the BICBP Radio Network is hosting a the first-ever Western New York PodCon Showcase. And it's uh, it's a really cool thing that we, I've been thinking about. It's been on my mind for a long time. And I finally went to Chris, and I was like, we're, we're doing it. <laughs> we're just going to do it. We'll have our network there. We'll sell off table space to, to various podcasters and, and some artists. And it's going to be a fun event. Uh, it's going to run from 10 a.m. Uh, Saturday morning to 6 p.m. Uh, Saturday evening with regular live shows, uh, live podcasts and recordings going on throughout the day in probably a half-hour blocks. 
uh, and we'll have two going at a time at in some cases. So it should be a good time. Um, if you're in the area or want to come check out some great local shows, it's only $10 to get through the door. Uh, you can support, you know, great local podcasts. Buy a T-shirt, listen in, uh, interact, maybe find a new podcast, or uh, or yeah, just talk to talk to someone. Maybe you'll find a podcast, you know, the host of a podcast that you listen to regularly. There, we're already full. We're 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 full to capacity right now, so we're not adding anybody else in at this time. So we we did pretty good. Uh, just about getting people there. So. So if you want to come watch us talk, not through a computer screen. <laughs> not in these person. little bubbles. I know. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you guys are coming up, too. Like, that's that's awesome. And you guys oh, are very yeah. good. Oh, yeah. We'll be there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll be there. I mean, nothing important. It's just us. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there. Um, and, hell, I might bring the Zoom up and just walk around and interview people that are there. Yeah, why not? So you might be on the... Network-wide podcast of whatever. Who knows? I might even bring some Ranger Club shirts. You might bring a lot. Oh, and um, I think, Matt, are we doing, for sure, are we doing the thing with David at Nickel City Con now? Do you know if that's official? I don't know if it's official. I believe it is. I, I believe so. it is. So, I hope it is. And and so we there there may be some things that we might be doing at Nickel City Con as well that you can come watch us talk about podcasts, Maybe. Um, but it will be if you're not in Buffalo uh, in two weeks. Jeez, two weeks by now. Uh, then, <laughs> then um, we'll, we'll record it. We recorded the last one at Rochester. You know, the one where you met me, Matt, and said you're fun. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> I'm, a bu- I'm a bunch of fun in, in person. And you know, you af- after a podcon, we can go to a local strip club. No, I'm just like, kidding. We we're not we doing that. <laughs> we could take it. We could take him to the place where they invented buffalo wings. Or the place across the street that doesn't better. Oof. According, <laughs> to, according to Chris and Anthony. Yeah. So I think we're done. I mean, we've talked a lot. Yeah, this is a solid episode. Yeah. Solid live live broadcast. Yes. Anything else y'all want to get out? You know. Any, any... I gotta get out of my house, so no. <laughs> okay. I got, I, I got places to go. I got things to do. Yes. Okay. So, well, so there. We're out. Yes.